Hey everyone, today is Tuesday, the 4th of April, 2017. This is The Gap, episode 364. I'm Luke Laurie, and tonight we've got Job Gilroy. How you going? Uh, All right, sweet. <laughs> and Jeremy Ray, the junglist, is in oh. town again. How you going? Oh, oh, oh hi. No burp? Hi, everyone. <laughs> not from you. All right. Uh, Job, Job, you are there, right? You're not? Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Fair it's fine here. <laughs> yeah. It gets funnier every time he burps. <laughs> One more. Uh, so good luck. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's pathetic. That was terrible. Terrible oh, joke. I've swallowed too much fucking air now. I think I've like, I called the podcast off. I'm too sick. I'm going to vomit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Joe, you hectic Todd. Uh, all right, let's do this. Let's talk, talk about podcast. some games, yeah. A um, lot here, here to games. talk about. Yep. We've got the J-Bone J here to talk about all the things he's been playing. Um, yep. Oh, well, it's, it's good. It's good that he's here because I've literally only played one game, and I'm sure we'll talk about it later. I've I'm on the same page. I think so I know which one that is. <laughs> so wait, has did we talk about Dark Souls three last week at all? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Okay, so I we don't need to talk about it this again, week. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that's I've just crossed that first one off the list. Thank you. So um, I heard. I've been like trying to avoid all the spoilers. No, I can't say it. Can I? Never mind. I'd, I'd just be spoiling shit. Yeah. No, no, yeah. look, I'm gonna, I, I think I could say it in a way. There is a fight where it's, you like, similar to The Looking Glass. And I am oh. tempted to piss away all of my, all of my obligations to work and social uh, events mm. just to get up to that bit just so I can spend the rest of my life doing that because the <laughs> three or four weeks i spent being the squire of the looking knight are still genuinely some of my favorite memories in video games <laughs> all the time so yeah. yeah yeah uh but yeah that's it that's it's all the pretty dark legendary trolling i i love it i I'd like i just i cannot get over the concepts of actively attempting to stop someone like it but it in the the nature of the game, like other games, you might be encouraged to, uh -huh, like, let someone get through. You'd be like, oh, yeah, we'll just let them get through. Like, that's the beauty of, of being the boss, I guess, is that you choose. But nobody ever ch makes, that, like, makes that choice in Dark Souls because everyone who's playing up until that point isn't there for a fucking easy ride, right? Mm -hmm. You're not in it to get through easily. You're in it to struggle and overcome odds and yeah so you want the other person to play at the tippy top of their abilities and so to to troll someone like that to troll someone in that situation you need to think outside the box yeah which is why i equipped my work hooks that uh didn't do any more than 15 damage but very capably uh staggered <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. That's the worst stuff. Like the, the utility damage and like the poise damage and <laughs> using spells that were just like designed to get them at the end of their roll and stuff like that. So beautiful. Because you so can do it like if if you time your attacks to the Looking Glass Knight's attacks, like just, just, just so, then it's like just as they're coming out of a roll, you can always get them. 
I know. It's so mean. It's so it's so delicious is what it is. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, let's talk about Nier. It's uh, Dark Souls adjacent. Is it? Yeah. Ish. Yeah. I don't think it's stamina-based, but... Um, you don't think it's stamina? What? What are you talking about? Of course it is. How huh? is it not stamina-based? No, you're thinking, stamina? you're thinking of Neo, aren't you? Neo, yeah. That's what I said. Ne- oh, no. I said I was Neo. playing Nier Automata. I don't know why I read Nier. Right. Yeah. Okay. Neo. I read Neo and, yeah, Nier Automata. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, actually, we can we can put down Nier because I've been playing a tiny bit of that, I think, since the last time I talked to you guys. Yeah. Surely you have. But, uh, yeah. But uh, what, what do you think? Doing in- what's your what's like? What's your what's the Dark Souls Masters? <laughs> take uh, on. Yeah, take on Neo. Uh, Neo. Neo. Um, I well, Neo. I like it. Um, yeah, I, I like it a lot. Uh, you know, it's like if you had said to me before, like, let's take Dark Souls and uh, improve it by adding a Diablo loot system, I would have said that's really not what it needs. But um, uh, some people really like it, and I think it, I think it really brought some people on board. You know, just they, they see a loot system like that, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I love all my greens and my blues and my purples." Mm. So um, yeah, they dig that, and then like the the combat system being almost exactly like Souls, uh, that was like, I mean, that was fun for me. Uh, they actually, I thought it was really interesting how the, the devs were saying like the pretty much the one unique thing about the combat system they added, uh, everyone was telling them to take out, which was the key pulse. Um, I don't know how much people were telling them to take. Are you nuts? Yeah. It's the only thing, right? Like it's um like all of the feedback, like from the West, from the East and the, cause they had those betas right before the game came out. Yeah, and I actually think it took like it must be one of the hardest things to do as a developer to just say no we're right about this and uh, they did decide to keep it and um, I'm glad they did because even I at first I was a bit like the the whole thing of key pulsing right after a combo it's a bit like active reload in Gears of War yeah and like it wasn't super interesting for me like to, to design a combat system around just pressing R1 after every combo yep. but um, I am glad they kept it because I, I do think it grows on you and I think the reason it grows on you is um, the key pulse itself is not interesting it's what they do around it that's interesting so um, they have bosses uh, deliberately timing your your ideal key pulse yeah and um, like with their swing timings and stuff, so it forces you to make a tough decision. It's like, what am I going to prioritize? And then at first, you don't even have the ability to dodge and keep pulse at the same time. Yeah. Uh, and then you have to juggle other things like the key pulse is obviously used to purify the area of the demonic corruption. So they'll have bosses that spread a lot of that shit around. Um, and uh, yeah, you have to kind of juggle that with doing damage to the boss. And although some of the bosses, um, you can't really do a lot of damage to unless they're broken mm-hmm. unless their key is broken especially if you're in like one of the harder like ng plus type of things um and uh, for me at the moment i'm doing one bro and neo um so okay. like there are some bosses that you just can't really damage um unless you like you break them and then you put debuffs on them and, and stuff like that um so yeah i'm enjoying like at first i wasn't even sure if the one bro thing was going to be possible but then I saw Epic Name Bro doing it on YouTube, and I was like, oh, yeah, cool. 
and uh, you can use any weapon anyway. The weapons don't have stat requirements, um, but the armor does. So you just got to not get hit. Hmm. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it's possible. I'm, I'm through like five or six bosses now um, doing the one breath thing. But yeah, uh, story not as strong as Dark Souls. Uh, hmm. Worlds not as strong as Dark Souls. Uh, but that's fine. Not not as many weapons and stuff like that. Like obviously, it's really just like five weapons. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm okay with that. But they've got the different stances and stuff. I never really felt the need to change between the different stances. Um, I just kind of went like Kusari Gama, a high stance the entire way and just smashed it. Okay. Um, really? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. And I just dodged out of shit and. Um, I didn't have too much time. I didn't have like much of a problem beating the game in my first go. Yeah, uh, and then like one bro is pretty tough. But, yeah, uh, yeah. It's still good. It's still like it's tough but fair. It's like you just can't get hit. The only thing with with one bro is like some people might not like the fact that um, you just can't do damage to some bosses unless you break their key. Uh, but there's certain moves that help with that. Like the kick move helps with that. Oh yeah. So, um, yeah, you can just, like, kick a boss, like, six times and their key's broken, and then you can start doing damage to them. Um, yeah, but no, I liked it a lot. I liked me some Neo. I thought it was a very good game. It might even be, like, it's definitely the best game I've seen from Team Ninja in a long time. Oh, yeah. I was going to say it's, like, the best game I've seen from them, but uh, I think there's some people that might like uh, old Ninja Gaidens quite a bit, and they oh, might yeah. be ready to make that statement. Yeah, what do you think of like the uh, like going back to levels and and like redoing them from reverse or like little side quests that you were given? Yeah, like some of the levels you do like a few times. Yeah, um, I'm okay with that. I was alright with it. Like, um, obviously, it's like you know, ideally you'd have like I. It's to me, it's a bit like um, the bonfire aesthetic. Mm. It's like. I like being able to tackle the same boss again if I want to. Mm-hmm. And they've got like Twilight mode as well. So you can do like a harder version of the boss if you want to. Yeah. Because um, I didn't like, I thought that was one thing that should have carried over from Dark Souls into 2 into Dark Souls 3, where it's like you've, you've achieved this level of mastery over a boss and you're actually having fun uh, practicing that mastery over a boss. And so it'd be nice to just sprint an aesthetic and fight the boss again. And in Neo, it's like it's super easy to sprint through the level and just get to the boss. Um, that's what I've been doing as one bro. I just like sprint through the level, get to the boss. Um, yeah. So you can just take on the boss again if you want to, and that's cool. And then like there's achievements for um, taking on a boss and not taking any damage. So um, you could do that. I was cool with that. Yeah, Obviously, yeah. it'd be better if it was like an open world like Dark Souls yep. 1. That was the yeah. thing that kind of um, that when I was playing, I was like, the first time it shows you that map, I was like, oh, okay, fair enough. This is yeah. something different. Um, it, it felt very like a Japanese approach to like the old school way of like here's a level and try and S rank it type stuff. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And they said uh, some of the a lot of their feedback wanted an open world as well, but they said due to load times and dying and stuff, um, they just wanted to make it instanced. Hmm. So whatever you got to do, uh, open world's ideal, I think. But 
Yeah, it's it's cool that we're starting to see some games finally like take that uh, that Dark Souls gameplay and and try and do something with it because it's been long enough that no one's really well, tried I to think, tackle it very well. <laughs> I think um, like people have been and you know Patrick Klepek wrote an article about how it's a genre now, and I've been saying it's a genre for a long time. Like I've been saying the Soulsborne genre is um like this this might be one of the i guess first triple a's that are directly copying it yeah um but it's not even the first triple a it's like they had um what was it it's like dragon uh, something lords of the fallen lords of the fallen yeah and we talked um, about that hey, ages ago yeah but then there's been like heaps of indie games that copy it pretty much directly and then there's been like a lot of games that copy it they just take like one feature, like especially the multiplayer or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like even Need for Speed's been doing that world invading multiplayer. Watchdogs, Watchdogs yeah. did it. Yeah, um, Journey. Um, yeah, any game that just has that kind of like seamless world invasion, um, and then yeah, that that kind of stamina stamina based and poise based combat system. We've been seeing a lot in indie games. Okay. Um, so I think I think that yeah, I would say the Soulsborne genre has been around for a while, and um, like I've I've even I, I even go further than that, and I say like it's influenced this generation of games in a similar way to Ocarina of Time influencing its generation of games and the amount of like developers that it's inspired and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So what about? Well, we were talking we were talking about uh, the sort of the idea i guess uh of soulsborne games because uh, i was having a bit of an argument about whether or not uh souls no. I call them Soulsborne. you i know Soulsborne. shock <laughs> uh yeah some people were saying that Soulsborne, you know is is terrible and it's not the name for it or whatever um personally i sort of agree because i think it should just be souls games because uh, mm. i think born is a souls game um yeah. But, it's like a Souls-like. Uh, but yeah, like Neo is, to me, it's the closest we've come to evolving to a point where the genre is should no longer be directly uh, referred to as a Souls-like game. Like Neo, because what I think it specifically and deliberately needs is someone other than From to evolve the genre in a way that yeah. m- feels almost like uh, a point we can't return from. Uh, yeah, like this point of no return where suddenly, yes, okay, the genre has to be like this now. And Neo has come so close with its uh, key pulse shit. Uh, mm. Like there's almost, it, like it evolves it in a way where I wouldn't want to see the next, I would love to see in the next Souls game, not the entire game, but I would love to see builds or weapons in particular that, work off this key pulse idea mm-hmm. to maximize the amount of stamina you have and bosses that deliberately uh, attempt to counter that and stuff like that, you know, like that, in, that's to me how it becomes a genre with its own sort of title that is separate from the game that it was generated from. And yeah, uh, I think, uh, yeah, there's, there's so much that, like a lot of people have tried to do it and um, there's so, there's so many little things that dark souls does so well Mm. that um, if you don't nail those things, 
then you become one of the games that that tried to be a souls like but just kind of got yeah. forgotten um like the the boss fights uh with the the way that they telegraph their attacks and stuff like that and the, the way that they kind of like gear up for a swing and then just hold it for a second to bait you into a, a yeah. roll that type of stuff some games get wrong um and they they kind of have to be at a level where they're getting that shit right even before they start tinkering with it yeah. um it's it's yeah it's kind of like this thing where it's because I've, I've seen especially indie games like um uh what was that one necropolis that just got uh it it was it was trying to copy it almost like um word for word like it like by the letter it was you know the combat system was almost the exact same but they didn't get the animations quite right when your character was swinging a sword and it right. just it, it felt like a, the type of thing that um, people would ditch and then it's it's like it doesn't even matter what it tries to contribute to the formula um so yeah it's like they have to they have to master it first on, on the development side and then they can start contributing but yeah i agree it's um they it's at that stage um it'd yeah. be great if more would uh come in and say all right this is i'm gonna do it like this this is my take on the formula and yeah definitely. Uh, yeah yeah, that'd be cool. It'll happen hmm. more and more. Right. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely, it will. Uh, so what about Nia? Cool. How does that compare to to like the Dark Souls? Nia Automata. Automata. Um, I actually haven't played too much of Nier. Um It looks beautiful to me. Um, I've played like uh, a few hours of it for the show um, under control, and then like and then I played pretty much the same few hours of it a couple nights ago now that I've got it on my PC. Um, the PC port's not great. Oh, that's okay. Because uh, I was thinking of picking yeah. it up at some stage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it really doesn't handle, like, alt tabs or anything that take you out of the game very well. And uh, um, the resolution won't fill up my screen. Um, <laughs> it's like it's in a little box. Hmm. Um, it won't go up to like 1080p um, and there's a few other things but uh, I mean if you can deal with that then fine some people are reporting like stutters and slowdowns as well I haven't really oh, actually no I have got some stutters mostly when I move to like a different area where it's clearly loading but um, thankfully I haven't experienced that during like an important moment like a boss fight or something like that but uh, yeah no I, I love Platinum and Platinum Games' enemy design uh, their bosses are awesome. The little robot people are awesome. Uh, I love the androids. Uh, yeah, the whole thing's really pretty. Love the style. Um, I just haven't gotten like super far into it to make big judgments about its combat system or anything like that. Hmm. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. You haven't played it, have you, Joe? Nope. Uh, I was. I actually was sitting there thinking, ah. Oh, I'm going to get it. And then I'm like, ah, Joe, you're not even playing the games you've got. You're only playing Battlegrounds. Yeah. Don't be an idiot. Wait for it to go on sale. Um, but yeah, I will, I will definitely get it when it goes on sale and uh, I'll definitely play it. Uh, I've heard that it is, like the things I've been hearing about it are that it's like a staggering look at the nature of games themselves. And that sort of shit is 
yeah stick, that's ticking the right box for me um if like yeah i think it does i've heard from people it makes a few big philosoph- philosophical points as well yeah um but uh within the first uh hour or so it it sort of cycles through about six different genres <laughs> oh, cool. like okay. it's uh it, like the camera just cha- uh, changes around a lot it kind of swivels around so it's like you might be doing a top-down shooter ikaruga style and then it'll swing around and then all of a sudden you're in like a side-scrolling shooter and then it'll swing around and all of a sudden you're in an ace combat mode and then you'll get on the ground and you'll start doing like a devil may cry kind of mode yeah. And then it'll swing around again, and then you're doing like a side-scrolling platformer, and uh, yeah, just constantly the camera just constantly switches around like that. Um, yeah, it's really cool. So um, what you're telling me is this is actually Frog Fractions Three that you're playing. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and they do like within all of those modes, they they do a bit of bullet hell, and um, all this all these bullets will be coming out of at you some of which can be destroyed and some of which can't so it's like it's one pattern as it's coming at you the first time and then after you kind of like shoot a hole for yourself uh it makes another pattern and that one has like little holes that you can dart into and stuff like that yeah i think it's like i mean it's definitely like that at the moment where it's like there's so much to play and so much of it is really really good and you've got to make decisions about what awesome game you play. Yeah, but yeah. This one definitely. I, th- I think this one's definitely worth the time. Yeah. I guess luckily April was not really too much coming out. <laughs> um, yeah, we need of, a month like that. Yeah, it's it's kind of just been full on since January, and we've needed we've needed just a couple weeks break. There's a few things coming out a, a bit later on, but um, like after having Zelda and Horizon, it's just like being completely full on uh and then yeah. Mass yeah. effect as well i haven't uh, even like i haven't i haven't touched horizon and i haven't touched zelda and i'm still feeling overwhelmed yeah at awesome games like resident evil was really good that was at that this year was it yeah yeah it was like january <laughs> yeah it's been crazy um as I think everybody just kind of wanted to get everything out before end of March, <laughs> and then April's come around. And they're like, "All right, we don't need to put anything out now, so we're good. We're kind of sitting." Yeah. Out. Yeah. Um, all right. Did anything else you want to say about Nier at all? Or too too early to tell. Uh, yeah, too early to tell. I mean, um, I do like its little chip system, where you um you can you have so much space inside your Android. Uh, protagonists for little computer chips and uh, sometimes you, you can actually like take out stuff that you don't like and elements of the HUD are they, they correspond to your chips so if you're like I don't think I need a health bar um, you can just take that chip out and like use that space for something else oh, yeah. uh, maybe you want to like maybe you just want loot to be shiny on your screen so you can put in something like that and then there's more practical stuff like um uh if you you can put in a chip where it's like every time you take damage um you are invulnerable for like a fraction of a second and you can stack those chips and um you know maybe maybe you might do that as a strategy of like taking on an enemy that's very combo heavy or something like that so you don't get comboed as much uh yeah i really like that kind of customizable part of it as well Hmm. uh so yeah I will be playing more of that for sure as soon as I get some time. 
Nice. Uh, what about uh, what else is on here? Fury. Is that you play that as well? Yeah, I played some of that. So Fury released some DLC. Okay. And um, it's like a couple bucks or something, and you get to take on a new boss. Uh, there's a new boss fight. I think it's like a returning boss, but it's a new encounter. And um, I don't think there's any new music, unfortunately, because mm-hmm. the music was really awesome in Fury. Um, but uh, the fight's really good. And wow, like jumping back into Fury, I am shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just was not like I took me by surprise. Like I forgot how quick Fury expects your reaction speed to be. Yeah. Like, I think there's, like, a bit of a Goldilocks zone in, in, in most combat games where it's, like, um, you know, fast attacks. Like, you, you can put an actual number on it. It's, like, fast attacks should be this fast and slow attacks should be this slow. Um, and Fury just kind of, like, drags all of those a little bit forward where it's, like, <laughs> they're all a little bit faster than they are in most games. So um, by the time you're... Uh, like you, when you're in a boss fight and you're you're actually determining between three different possible attacks to press the right button to avoid it, it's like holy shit, you got to press it really quick. Um, so yeah, I've been out of, after being out of the game for quite a while, and then jumping back into this boss fight, it's like wow, I was not prepared at all. So I haven't beat this boss yet. Uh, I've gotten past like the first stage, but it is a good fight. So yeah. Right. Cool. I, I was. I wrote down Fury with a Y, and Job has corrected me because I actually didn't remember what that game was. But after looking at the screenshots, I do remember. Yeah, uh, it's Fury. Yes, it's got a new boss with four arms. <laughs> okay, then, and that's on PC. You playing it? Yeah, PC. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Um, one of still our- an awesome game. Everyone go buy it. Everyone yeah. buy Fury and play it. It's great. But that was this year was released, or was it? Uh, last year. Last year. Okay. Yeah, Coolio. Um, you've been making games, have you? In Game Maker 2? Is this like a, been- a new version of the original? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Funnily enough, Game Maker 2 is a sequel to Game Maker. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, a lot of people kind of gave it some shit because uh, you know how they had that Game Maker sale a little while back? Yep. Um, the big one through Humble, it was like you spend 15 bucks and you get all of the models, so it, it modules, so it, uh, it allows you to export on iOS and Android and HTML5 and all that, yeah. uh, which was a ridiculous value. It was like $1,500 value for 15 bucks. Hmm. And then some people were actually giving them shit about it because they were like, oh, well, you're, you're not going to support Game Maker for much longer. You're going to uh, release Game Maker 2, and then all your support's going to go to there. And I'm just sitting there going like, fuck, man, like, you just can't please some people because, like, you can pay fifteen bucks and then you have this great tool to make games in, and you can you can put it on your phone, you can put it on a website, you can put it on Facebook, you can do whatever you want. Like, all I all I feel is like a lot of gratitude to have the ability to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they did bring out um, Game Maker Two, and uh, so that's the one that's going to be supported now. So I had to look at some of the features and stuff and. I was like, yeah, all right, I'll, I'll give it a go. I'll upgrade. And um, so I'm in Game Maker 2 now. I'm making that little tower defense game that I showed you guys. Yeah. Um, and uh, continually adding to it. of like um, got new, new towers happening and uh, new enemies happening. And I've got the ability to... Um, it's, it's random level generation, obviously. So like tower defense with random level generation. And now I'm allowing 
players to drag a Tetris piece from the bottom of the screen, Tetromino, and um, just drop it somewhere on the map. And then wherever they drop it, it's ground tiles. And the ground tiles will affect where the creeps can walk and where you can build towers and stuff like that. Yeah, okay. And uh, I'm thinking of making it like every 20 waves or something. You get another Tetromino that you can drag onto the play space. And then if you want to build a bridge with that, you can do that or whatever. Um, but yeah, that's going well. The the upgrade to Game Maker 2. Game Maker 2 itself is very pretty and very nice. Uh, there's some things that were made quite a bit harder. Um, my game, uh, with random level generation, it kind of like cycles through the, the play space. It creates a grid and it drops tiles all over the place right at the start of the game. Uh, and it kind of like does that in a random fashion. Um, random whether it's going to be a ground tile or whether it's going to be open space. Um, that's completely fucked up in the move to Game Maker 2 because, like, they're supposed to have all this this compatibility stuff. You're supposed to just import your project and it should work. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it didn't work. Um, so I had to really get my head around the new tile system. And um, yeah, that's it's you can't just drop a tile now. Like um, before, I, you you just put a, a little command saying add tile here. And now there's like a big thing you got to do. You got to create a tile set for that layer. You got to create the layer. Um, yeah, you got to do all this other shit. It takes like ten lines to do what it you could do in one line before. It's actually more efficient yeah. um, in in terms of rendering. Um, but that kind of stuff doesn't really matter for me because like a lot some of the stuff they've done in Game Maker Two it makes it more efficient for people who have like thousands and hundreds of layers uh, and then hundreds and thousands of instances on screen at once which i'm never gonna have i'm never gonna have more than like 100 to 150 like objects on my screen at once uh i'm working in about four or five layers they give you the ability to have like um six no thirty-two thousand layers (laughs) i'm never gonna use any of that so it kind of would have been nice for my little game to just have the easy option you know like still have the old code where it's just like add a tile here please boom done uh, other stuff where it's like um, like one of a, a good example of what I'm talking about is like uh, if you were making like an isometric game and depth is really important um, you could uh, like if, if something's gonna be like at the top of the screen it's actually further back than it is than something at the the front of the screen right uh, in an isometric setup so something you could do to handle that before was just have like uh, in an object's code, you could say depth equals minus y. And then that way, naturally, as it moves down to the bottom of the screen, it's going to be uh, closer to, it's going to be drawn closer to your view. And it's going to be above stuff. So um, now you can't do that. Now it takes like 10 lines of code to do that, mm. that same thing. Um, and again, it's more efficient on the rendering side of things, especially of like lots and lots of layers and lots and lots of objects. Uh, but it kind of would have been nice to just also have this really simple, like, like how easy is that to type like depth equals minus Y. Yeah. And then that just sorts out all the depth for all your objects and stuff. Like it, it would have been nice for small games to have that option. But anyway, I'm, I'm getting past all that stuff and, um, I'm liking game maker two now. And the, the image editor is, is kind of nice to have and you can do some interesting stuff with it. Um, and uh, it's good for like if you're if you're creating a whole tile setup in a room, they've got a thing now where you can just like 
uh, just kind of click wherever you want tiles to be, and it'll automatically decide which tile it should be, you know, according to what tiles are around it, and that's pretty nice. Um, they've got room inheritance now, so you can create a whole bunch of different rooms, and it'll inherit stuff from the parent room and stuff like that. And the whole thing is just nice to be in. The workspace is nice. It, it's pretty, and it feels nice. Um, the uh, the sort of words you're typing out in the code, the ID and all that in Game Maker language, just better colors and uh, people can make their own themes for it and stuff like that. And it's got a dark mode. Yay. So I'm um, happy with all that. Have yeah. You, have you found costs- the stuff in it that you couldn't do before but is easier to do now as opposed to the other way around that you've been talking about? I'm sure there will be some stuff that's easier. Um they like the the tile stuff I was mentioning before. Um, that's going to save people some time. Um, the the room inheritance will save people time. Uh, and so, like I was looking down the feature list before I bought it, and I was actually thinking uh, all of this stuff I can do in old Game Maker. Like I can just do it through code. And um, people had already like people have been uploading scripts to do stuff like that on the websites for a while. Uh, it's just that some of it's kind of uh, built in now. Hmm. Um, I guess the image editor is there now, so you can have, you can, uh, the image editor has multiple layers. Again, that's, you know, it's stuff that you can do in paint.net, um, but uh, it makes it a little bit easier and you can save yourself some time. You can animate the image while you're inside the image editor. So you can, for animating a sprite to see how it goes. Um, yeah, a lot of time saving stuff like that. I'm sure I will come across some stuff that you couldn't do before, but so far it's, it's just a whole bunch of time saving. Um, now that I've got my head around the new tile system and stuff, cause that, it took me like two solid nights of like just fixing my game and learning how the new tile thing works. Uh, yeah, but I don't, I haven't come across anything yet where it's like, oh, this is something you actually could not do before. Hmm. Maybe one day. <laughs> yeah, one day. Yeah. Oh, sounds interesting. So, um, you've obviously spent a lot of time in it, and that game's coming along. Um, yeah. Are you putting it in? Is it was it just Android or? Uh, I've worked out how to export it to Android, uh, but I will be putting it on iOS as well, and uh, probably like HTML5 if I want to. It'll be on PC. Yeah. As well, because Game Maker, you know, Game Maker makes it so easy yeah. to, um, to export it to different platforms. And the way I've sort of built this game, um, everything's built around the size of a tile. Okay. And it's going to divide the play space up into a, a certain amount of. Uh, it's it's going to be a grid with a certain amount of tiles, and so kind of all I have to do uh, when I change the platform is like if i want to make a pc version of the game that's like got a much larger play space uh, all i have to do is change the size of the room and then everything else is done for me um so that's just kind of the way i've coded it and uh yeah so i've I've, i'll quite easily like when the game boots up on android it's going to like detect how much space like what screen size it is and then it's going to automatically make the game for that and uh, same thing on iOS, and yeah, I'll probably have a bigger play space on PC because it's like you know, might as well. Yeah. Nice. Um, so you've also been playing mobile games as well, Hula Bear. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, 
I've been playing this one because I've been hanging out with a dude uh, who works for Robot House. Okay. Um, which is the studio that uh, Ali works for, and um, she's like a project lead. Um, so, I guess full disclosure, like uh, this dude whose name is Dan, me and him go out to drum and bass events every weekend, and he's my mate. Uh, so I've been playing his game. Um, it's like a you've got a Baron at hula hula hoops, <laughs> and uh, yeah, you just tap and it hula's. Yeah, and um, it's really silly. Is there like a, yeah. a thing to it? You're getting points, or uh, does it get, yeah, does it get you, harder as the game goes on? You get more points the more you hula, and you can also like stuff falls from the sky. So you try to like you got to keep the rhythm of your hula, and then salmon falls from the sky, and you got to tap the salmon to collect it, and then that gives you more points. And if you tap like bad salmon, then um, uh, you get like sick. And it's kind of like getting high or something. Like you've got all these visual effects that make it not really harder to hula or anything, but um, it can be harder to see this bar that's on your left. And so, like, there's this, uh, there's a bar on the left where it's like you've got a, a sort of, what would you call it? Like a line in the middle of the bar. Yep. And you keep trying to keep the line in the middle of the bar. So if you hula too much, the line's going to go go up and up and up. And if it gets to the top of the bar you stop hulaing because you've, you've been a bad hula person. And uh, if you don't hula enough, the bar is going to fall. And uh, you got to keep it in the middle to get that ideal hula. Right. So that's what the game's all about. And I think as time goes on, like uh, the sort of ideal hula space in the middle of the bar gets smaller and smaller. Like the danger spots on the bar get bigger and bigger. Yeah. And you're not like uh, trying to be the world's best hula bear at, at the moment, or you you give up? I'm not. That? Okay. My score is pretty shit in hula bear, and the guys who work at the studio have like these insane scores. I think there's they were they were number one and number two in the world. They they might still be. <laughs> it's been out for a couple of weeks now. I think it yeah. drives me nuts that this game is fucking iOS only. For the love of God, I understand yeah. the complications and whatever and blah, 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 blah. But the Andro- Android overtook fucking Windows as the most installed OS today. Oh, it's yeah. now the most installed OS in the world. Mm. And yeah, and it's still like devs are still making their games for iOS first. I can't play it. My iPad, my iPad broke, so... Well, yeah. I guess I just won't play it then. I I just became an iPhone person, so that's why I've been playing it. Is because like for ages he was like, "Ah, oh, have you have you downloaded Hulaberry yet?" And I was like, "Nah, I'm on Android." But yeah, now I've got it. I've got no excuses. Mm. So I've been playing it. You can yeah. borrow my iPad, Joe. <laughs> oh, cool. For some hula bear um, action, yeah, I don't know. It's, I don't know. I, I haven't talked to him about why it's not on Android. I think um, there's this perception, or maybe it's maybe people know, but like it used to be that oh, nobody buys games on Android; they just want everything for free. But like, uh, I guess um, you know, back when the iPhone was first released, you couldn't get a lot of stuff. For, a lot of the games weren't actually free; you'd have to pay for them. Uh, and then when Android kind of came out, yeah. a lot of that stuff was free. So there was this perception of like, oh, well, we need to make money, so we need to put it on 
Apple first or iTunes. And then yeah. that line has completely tanked, uh, like it's sorry, completely changed that the 80% or something ridiculous of like phones are now Android. Um, mm. and it's, I'm in the same sort of boat where I, I don't have any Apple devices and the stuff that I would like to play. Um, and to say that, oh, well, we don't make any money. Well, okay. Maybe because you're not releasing it on these platforms for people to buy. Uh, and by mm. the time you do release it, I'm just uninterested. Uh, cause that way yeah. it's already gone. Like Super Mario Run came out, um, I think last week, maybe the yeah. week before on Android. And I downloaded it and played one level and put it down. Cause by that stage, I was just like, yeah, I'm good. Like, um, I've got other stuff to do. And that kind yeah. of ship has sailed. Maybe, maybe if it came out at the same time, I'd definitely give it a try and see what it was on there. Um, mm. if I wanted to buy it, maybe I would. I, I think it's a couple bucks to jump in there and actually buy the game, but. It, nobody's it's not like the thing everybody's talking about at the moment so i don't need to consume it um especially being yeah. on something like this where i try and play new things every week i, I try and keep up to date with what people are playing um, yeah that's right so if you like if something passes you by there's very little chance you'll get to it yeah exactly um so yeah i'm in the same boat as joe but it'd be great if developers would actually release stuff at the same time or at least consider the most popular os on the market <laughs> um yeah and like tools make it easy now like game make with game maker it's super easy and i know my game is just a little simple thing but it's going to be pretty easy for me to do in my game and i think i think this one was made in unity and unity makes it easier mm-hmm. but um yeah it could also be a thing of like because the Apple and I, iPhone boom kind of hit everybody, like all the developers sort of looked at that and thought, well, I can put my games on there. So you had a lot of people going out and learning how to use this stuff and and kind of learning all development tools for it. And then they've kind of just stuck with it and maybe haven't looked at what other uh, platforms are out there. And mm. I, I don't know, it's just hard to tell why why we're really running into this problem still where developers are only releasing on uh well you can look at you can look at super mario and that was because they had a deal with apple but um there's cases where we've seen stuff come out for apple first and then not itunes so sorry not android google play stuff like that and sometimes they want to be careful because um like if their game actually is a big success then like if obviously if you're nintendo you can get litigious but you know, for a smaller indie company that has a massive success on iOS only, um, it's really hard to stop the clones happening on Android. Yeah. Um, you know, you get a situation like 2048, where it's like uh, Threes was actually taken down uh, because it said yeah. it was similar to 2048. Yeah. And it's like, well, hang on a minute. We were we were the original. You know, but it's just really hard for a smaller indie team to get litigious and yeah, look after their IP in that way. Well, the other thing is like the Super Mario Run thing, right? By the time it comes out, it came out on Android. I, I got it. There's no fucking way they're getting fifteen dollars out of me. No fucking way in hell. But like, people were like, people were caught up when it first dropped because you know they were sort of enamored with the polish and. Yeah, inevitably, 
like a couple of weeks after you started to hear reports of people finding it to be shallower than they first thought and yeah. you know didn't have all that much going on with it and so yeah by the time we came out on android i got it but yeah there's no fucking way they're getting 15 bucks out of me so yeah yeah thanks for beta testing for us uh apple yeah. <laughs> apple users <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. I, I don't know i guess we'll um Hopefully, when that when it does come out, I'll definitely check it out because um, I want I like checking out local local games run it whenever I can. Um, but yeah, just kind of sucks yeah. at the moment that that's not something we can we can get to for the time being. Yeah, I think um, a lot of the fun in this one just comes from the silly customization. Yeah, like um, it's just the the amount of stuff that they've put in there for the bear to hold in its hands, and like the different hats and different outfits and stuff just makes it super silly. Yeah, that's um, cool. so that can be pretty funny. Like Dan's had my mate Dan; he's had everything unlocked, obviously because he's the dev. But um, like, yeah, every time he opens it up on his phone, and he'll just randomize all the customizable stuff, and it's pretty, it's pretty funny. But uh, yeah, some people went like nuts at first, just going crazy with all the customizable stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like buying hmm. everything. I'm okay with that. <laughs> people can do whatever yeah. they want right the the whales yeah, yeah. go nuts people can do whatever they want says luke on the subject of microtransactions <laughs> we'll you come back heard to that it later. here first ladies and gentlemen interesting <laughs> yeah we'll come back interesting. i'm glad jung's here as well because we can talk about that because <laughs> we were there he was there you for know it. What I'm gonna say, actually, you should add on to the news the um, the Heroes of the Storm thing. Sorry, I did. Oh, good, because yeah, I've got mate. some to say about that. All right. Uh, well, yeah. before we get to that, we still got some stuff to talk about. Let's talk about Mass Effect Andromeda. Um, yeah, you finished it. I am still playing it. Really? Yeah, I'm up to my uh, third planet now. Uh, sorry, no, I'm. I just finished the second planet, and I'm currently on a, a space tropical. Play, uh, place I don't know what it is but yeah Lava Laguna yep let's go with that Rustin Paradise <laughs> have you been uh, have you been talking to people that tell you it gets better uh, <laughs> uh no not really I don't think anybody I've talked to actually is- likes it other than yeah the review on Survivor which Steve was pretty amped up about it but yeah, um, everybody wow, else that. that I've spoken to does not like it. I'm I'm pretty pretty down on it. I did um, I did not understand that review at all. Yeah, well, sorry, Steve. That's fine. That's his opinion. Um, but if I was, I think I said this last week. If I was reviewing it, um, I haven't finished the game, but I'm I'd be leaning towards less than a five, um, or, if, or maybe around yeah. a five for now. I think it's quite an average game. Um, well, I'm here to tell you it does not get better. Yeah. Um, so I've actually run in. I, I listed all the issues I had with it last week. Things like the menu system is terrible. Um, I was trying to explain to Job and his mind just kind of exploded how when you do the research um, while you're on foot, you kind of bring out your scanner and you're kind of just scanning random objects. It doesn't really yeah. have any consistency to it. Like sometimes you scan no. an object and you'll get points, but there's three different research points because there's yeah. there's like 
It's you, unlike no, this- no, no, no. I'm I'm pausing. Okay, you cannot talk about scanning things again. Yeah. Last time, people <laughs> turned off the podcast and deleted every single episode forever. <laughs> they cut out like it was just over for yeah. them. I I was thinking about it to be honest. I was so bored <laughs> listening to you talk about scanning. Well, shit. <laughs> can we can we just skip forward to the point where we say that none of that shit matters? Like. All that, all those scanning research points, like I, I kind of wanted to use them. Like I went into the little lab place where you try and build stuff, but I never had the right stuff to build for what I, what I wanted to make. And then it wasn't necessary anyway. Like I, I got to the end of the game and I had not really crafted like a gun or anything, and I wanted to, and I had done like big events and stuff, and I'd be missing like uh, one important crafting material to make like a suit of armor or a gun or something like that. And that was a bit lame. Um, But then, yeah, it was all unnecessary anyway. Whatever. Yeah. It's, um, that whole crafting thing is just, it just blows my mind. (laughs) Like what, what is going on? I don't know. I don't know how I just never had enough of like, you know, what I needed just, just to make a thing. Like one thing, hmm. anything, anything that was good. <laughs> and I, I was, I was doing the collecting thing, right? Like I was looking behind crates for stuff and going, going into like uh, the far reaches of a level to to get more loot and stuff like that. So I was, I, it's not like I was just A to B. And yeah, I wanted to do a bit of crafting, but yeah, the crafting was dumb and shit. And uh, yeah, you're right, the menus are shit. And um, yeah, of course. Like, I think people are right to make a deal of the facial animations because that was really shit. But uh, the big thing for me was the writing. Like, I could suspend my disbelief with the other stuff. Um, I'd I'd be happy with like even if the facial animations were a bit wonky. It's like whatever. You can rescue it with good writing. But the writing was like yeah. so bad. So are bad. we talking like moment to moment though? Or are we talking like the fucking overall? Both. Really. Yeah. So it doesn't even have like a decent story about colonizing no. and you. Oh, no, I think I think Complete the idea shit. is is interesting, like going to a new galaxy and and yeah and making first contact yeah. with aliens. But yeah, the premise the premise is interesting, but then they did nothing with it. Yeah, right. Because it's like you've got all this opportunity for new stuff, and then you come across freaking bipedal races that, for all intents and purposes, are just weird looking humans, and. Then you've got oh, I, why, I'm not going to spoil stuff, but like no, I'm going to do it. Last week I was talking about why why are these aliens speaking Australian? Like why is their accent Australian? <laughs> I can't figure that out. Some of them, yeah. some of them are Australian, and some of them sound like they're from New Zealand or South Africa, and then some yeah. sound like they're from America. And it's like, what is fucking going on over here? Uh, and they'll tell you like they'll 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 kind of like characterize the race by saying this this race is. Uh, very uh, qu- they have very quick thinking and they're sharp-witted but you never actually see that like they it's and I'll, I'll come back to this again and again because i think it's the overarching theme of how mass effect andromeda fucked up royally but um they've just completely forgot the show don't tell thing like right that with, whole thing, um, like, 
like Moradin in uh, the original trilogy, right? Like he sort of exemplified what their species, whatever the fuck they were yes. called, was about, right? Like yes. you never needed to be told that they were all, you know. Yeah, you don't need yeah. to be told the Solarians are a bright race and great at science because they show it. And here yeah. it's the the exact opposite of that because they'll tell you they're quick-witted and uh, stuff like that, but then they won't show you. Like they'll just actually seem like a normal human. Like they won't say anything witty or anything like that. So they're just telling you and not showing you. And um, there's a oh, there's a couple more things I could say on the point of it being unimaginative, but I don't want to spoil anything. But yeah, like very early in the game, you are <laughs> um, exposed to this precursor race that your you know your technology is um, benefiting from because uh, you know it's these this advanced race that came before you. So it's basically like you know old Mass Effect and a lot of other stuff is just like old Mass Effect. So it's like you get to this new galaxy and shit's the exact freaking same um, with a few more bipedal races. And um, with the show, don't tell stuff like that. That applies to um, gameplay as well as dialogue. Like, um, like I think Luke is wrestling his chair. Uh, yeah. What's going on, buddy? <laughs> I was just moving my, my legs. It's quite squeaky. I need some WD-40 on this thing or something. Right? It's getting worse. Are you using a, a plastic outdoor garden chair or something? <laughs> no, it's just like a fucking... I don't know where this chair is from. It's not mine, though. I took it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like off a balcony or something? <laughs> it was just on the street. I don't know, man. Wandering about fucking green square, stealing chairs, classic... Look, Luke. I, I want one of those um, those gaming chairs that look like they belong in the like my car. <laughs> the racing, yeah, yeah but, racing ones. But they're all like four hundred dollars. Like, if anyone wants to send me one, <laughs> I play video games a lot. Uh, I can definitely <laughs> review it for you. Didn't Nathan get one to review? Fuck, who do I need to talk to? Um. Anyway, yes, maybe they don't squeak as much. There's a five hundred dollar chair. Or it's like five hundred or five hundred and fifty dollars at Officeworks, which is an imitation of a chair that's thirteen hundred dollars. Wow! But it's really, really comfy, and I recommend that one over the race car one. Sure thing. Uh, like our patrons not doing that well, John, but I'll, I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> Dude, you sit in your chair all day. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. worth Actually, it. Actually, he doesn't work from home, so yeah, this is true. Yeah, right. Um, anyway, so back to Mass Effect. Show don't tell. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. Sorry. So with the they do it's it's in the gameplay as well as the the dialogue. So it's like with the stuff like the scanning and all that, it, they'll just kind of like tell you your scanning shit. Like both when you're on the ground and on when you're scanning for minerals in space. Like you just, it's more like just press a button for scan and it'll tell you what happens as opposed to actually scanning anything. And then it's the same with the dialogue with the characters. Like my romance was a bit it was a bit cute, but PB was was very um, very much forgetting the the show don't tell principle. Like she she comes out and says like I don't care if you've got anyone on the side. I'll I'll do fool around with you anyway. Blah blah blah. And it's like you might as well have a freaking pop up that comes up on the screen saying uh, this is the character that will have sex with you, even if you're having sex with someone else. Would you like to have have sex with PB? You know, instead of like putting any interesting shit in the dialogue to just let you figure that out. Hmm. Um, and that's it's the, the same the whole way through. And then, like, on so many bits of dialogue, 
they actually contradict what they just said. Like they'll, they'll say one thing and then immediately contradict it with the next sentence. And I was just like, has this been proofread? You know, because like, if I can just so easily poke the freaking holes in this thing, like it's, it's, it's like, it's a first draft. It's like no one, they needed a, like, even if you do have a junior team, if you have like a senior writer to read over this stuff, Hmm. you know, that's, that's the type of stuff that should be knocked back and said, no, you've contradicted yourself here. So yeah, it's, it's shit on the side and it's shit on the fi. And does, uh, does, I, uh, her name's Addison, I think. The like the chief lady. Um, yeah, the one get, with the tired face. Does she get any better? Like her dialogue, because every time I speak to her, she just no. says some weird shit. And no, it's shit. It's shit the whole way through. And what really pisses me off is they've got the Camille guy, and um, he was shit the whole way through too. Like if you got him, and then he didn't give him anything good to say. Mm. You know the dude from um, Silicon Valley and all that. Okay, and that must be the one recognizable person throughout the entire cast. Yeah, I, I recognized his voice instantly as soon as he started talking. And um, I was like, oh, yeah, it's him. But yeah, they didn't give him anything good to say. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's all that goes to answer you, Job, when you, in, when you were saying, like, is it moment to moment or overarching? Because it's like, yeah. yeah, it's moment to moment. The dialogue is shit. Uh, the gameplay doesn't obey the principle either. And then... In the overarching thing, it's like, yeah, it's the exact same galaxy doing nothing new with it. And um, <clears throat> the combat was a bit the same. Like, I, I had those criticisms of the combat where it's not really doing anything new. Um, but the combat was actually the bit where I felt like they've improved. That's um, crazy because I, I think it's terrible. Oh, it's I've still heard, like I've not heard great. everybody saying, oh, the combat's really good. And I just, I'm not feeling it at all. I think the cover I system's say, broken. Yeah, the cover the cover, cover system shit. Um, they've just polished it. It's like it's a little bit more polished, I think, than it was in three, mm-hmm. um, with the the different abilities and stuff. And uh, like it's the same abilities. Yeah. Um, it's it's the ex- exact same combat system with the armor and the shields and then health bars and stuff like that. Um, the the dash makes it a little better. Um, dashing from cover to cover, but yeah, no, I definitely did have a few moments where I was trying to get into cover and I was getting shot in the face because it just wouldn't go into cover. I just felt like there were some fights towards the end that I enjoyed, or and that was kind of new for me. I was like, I'm I'm not used to actually enjoying a fight in a Mass Effect game. <laughs> mm-hmm. Combat is not historically enjoyable, but there was like a couple of fights. There was like I don't know, maybe two or three fights in the game. And I think most of those were towards the end where I felt like, okay, combat still has its problems, but I kind of had fun in that fight just because they, they had paced it well and they, they introduced new things throughout the fight to make it a bit more hectic. So yeah, the combat, I feel like it's better. I'm, I'm, I wouldn't say what the other people were saying and say that it's great, but I feel like that's the one aspect that's improved. And then I guess you could say the other aspect would be uh, the fact that some of these missions are like small sections of GTA maps now where you've got like a shitload of space to to drive around in. Just do but nothing. then I, yeah, I, I even have my own problems with that. And it's like certain sections of those maps just being basically walled off 
uh, not in an interesting way, like not in a cool Metroidvania way, hmm. um, but just like there's shitloads of radiation and you can't go here yet, or it's really cold and you can't go here yet. Why? Because we said so. Come back later. And the, and the, and the fact that that's not a fun mechanic either, like you can't run around in the environment because you're always taking radiation damage or cold damage. And that's yeah. not like you've always got to jump back in your fucking car all the time and yeah. and find the nearest heater or find the nearest bubble to piss off the radiation. The other thing that attrition annoys, is never fun. Yeah. The only thing that annoys the shit out of me is that when it does change from level two or or from level one radiation to level two, there's no real indication other than like kind of flashes up that like, oh, you're in a, you know, a higher tier level. So I'm kind of yeah. just doing my own fucking thing. And all of a sudden I'm new- it comes flashing up like life, uh, you know, life signs are, are, are nearly dead. And I'm like, what the fuck? So yeah. you know what I've done to get around that? The easiest way, if I'm about to die, I just hit the menu button and fast travel somewhere else. Oh, can you do that? Yep. <laughs> So it I went completely to, um, negates that system because you can't you can't die from it at all. All uh, right, yeah. I um I had this sprint through uh, basically across an entire snowy map because I wanted to get to a place where uh, like the car wasn't unlocked yet on that map, and um I, oh. I wanted to like schlep it to the other side of the map to complete this quest. It was the one where I was PB's uh PB's quest. Where she makes the um, drone type thing. Okay. Yep. Yep. And um, I wanted—I I didn't know what it was. I just wanted whatever she was going to make, and I had to go all the way across. I basically had to run from like heater to heater <laughs> in that cold map, and I was just like sprinting. And there was a couple of really close calls, <laughs> like an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Um, the other thing I had happen, which I was ranting about on Twitter, is I, I've died. Uh, three times to enemies attacking me from inside of walls. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. I don't know if you've had this happen at all, but I'd, I'd be running around and all of a sudden I'm like, where the fuck am I taking damage from? And mm. and then I'd see like the bullets or the effects of bullets shooting out through walls and guys right. have been stuck inside of walls shooting me, but I can't shoot at them. So I just, just end up getting killed because I can't do anything. I can't progress any further. And that's literally happened three times where yeah. enemies just shooting from inside of objects or inside of walls. And I'm not, I don't know how the fuck they're getting in there, but that's <laughs> not cool. Yeah, I, I haven't had that happen to me, but I've seen a bunch of it on YouTube. Oh, okay. I thought it was maybe just me. Um, and the other thing I've, I've had happen a couple of times, it's like spawned in enemies. Um, like sometimes you'll come across areas that look like it should have people in it but they're kind of just empty and then you'll drive back around next time and all of a sudden there's people there or aliens there um i've had a couple instances where i've gotten to those locations and i've just seen people like t-posing in the air and as i get closer like five dudes just pile out of this one t-pose they're all like stuck in the air um (laughs) just all in in a like a group and um, I'm just like, oh, all right, that's, yeah, that looks a bit broken. Um, and then I had one case where it looked like just one dude T-posing in the air uh, and I shot him and killed him. And then like, it was like I'd killed a giant spider and it had a bunch of babies on it. And all of a sudden, all these other dudes piled out of this, this one. Did you record that? Sneak attack. I want to see the recording. I don't think I, no, I, I, I didn't. I thought about like just 
all the weird shit that I'm experiencing with this game from like the dialogue to the weird bugs to like yeah. just the bad everything that it's doing. Um, but <laughs> I'm just like, I don't, I don't have the time to do this. <laughs> I don't have the time yeah. to clip that stuff. I'd be yeah, no, like- you're, you're, you're completely right. Like I was recording footage for the show yeah, and um, every time something fucked up, like that would happen i'd uh, do the shadow play thing where you record like the last minute or whatever and i l- legit ran out of hard drive space yeah because well so my shadow play records the last 20 minutes um i just max it out oh, really? so i would um because sometimes i'm playing like uh longer games we were playing daisy or if i'm playing like siege sometimes those actual rounds can take five minutes um yeah. so i like to get a good good length of bit in there so Right. That's why. Yeah, I had mine for ages. I had it on like two minutes because that was about how long a battle right round goes for. Okay. Um, But I changed it to one just for like, I I thought like if there was a piece of dialogue in Mass Effect that I wanted to record, I'll just have it on that. But yeah, I ended up recording so many like one minute things where like a facial animation would just go super wonky. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, and I, I just don't. I, I just don't like the it's gone from a game where you're kind of exploring all these worlds and it felt like there was life in them to to now you're exploring all well, the, the first two or three places I've been to it just feels so empty and barren mm. um, I, I just I, yeah I, I don't like yeah. the direction they've kind of taken this franchise it's like you can make you can make a, a world that's empty and barren but still has like lots of wonders to find yeah you know because, like, it's supposed to be a bit colonial and a bit, like, we're on the frontier, blah, blah, blah. But um, you can still make it interesting. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, still a game. <laughs> if you want to, like, you compare it to the first planet you get on is supposed to be the home, like, the home world. But shit's gone, something's happened and we don't know what's happened. We got to figure that out. Um, mm. And it's just completely, it's like a desert fucking uh, level. And there's nothing going on in it. There's a couple buildings every once in a while. There's no, there's no real trees. Um, there's no color to it. It's just all brown. And y- mm. you compare that to a, like a post-apocalyptic game like Horizon, where everything is green and lush. And you know, at least when they do their desert area, it looks interesting and there's stuff happening. This is just yeah. flat rocks and there's nothing going on there at all. Yeah, and it's the pretty cliche like floating rocks. Mm. Ooh. Oh yeah. man, no imagination in any of it. No, um, but I- I'm still playing it. <laughs> I'm still going through it, and-, and and I guess the reason why is probably the same reason you've played through it, Jung, is you want to kind of get to the end and see where it goes, but also, um, like to to learn like more about criticism, like what makes a game bad and why is it bad. You can't just play good games and then be like, well, yeah, uh, that's true. Like, ah. Uh, you know, this is what a good game is. You've also got to go down the other end of the spectrum and, and get an idea of yeah, what yeah. is shit. I think you're right. Yeah. Like, I think, yeah, good good criticism should avoid just saying something is shit and really try and put your finger on why it's shit. Hmm. Um, I mean, I finished it because, like, I was playing it for the show, so yeah, kind of had to. But, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I think one should one should uh explore that and 
you know, for me, it's for me, it's like everyone was making a big deal about the facial animation, and that was the thing that made all the memes. But it was the the writing for me that was the real killer. And there's there's another thing when it like when I talk about imagination, um, there's another thing that I don't want to say because it's a bit of a spoiler. But it's like another thing about this new galaxy mm-hmm. um, that is just just way too fucking copy pasta from the last galaxy that i fucking hate um and it's a big thing and uh yeah i won't say it but cool you got that to look forward to there luke (laughs) right (laughs) we'll see uh from the last game or from the last uh like series from the last from the last uh galaxy it's like it's just ridiculous. It's like they get to this new galaxy and, oh, this other thing about the way things are oh, it's is like just another, exactly the same it's, as the, <laughs> the lava planet or something, isn't it? It's even bigger than that, I think. Story-wise, it's even bigger than that. Nice. I am looking forward to that. Yeah. More jank. I love me some jank in my Mass Effect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I, I point to... to I, I think I can like just point to enough things about the game that are objectively shit that i just don't understand in 9.5 yeah but like like with the animations and stuff like and there's, there's people defending it online and like i don't know why it's like um it's really sad that that one person got attacked and whatnot but like it's it's kind of like when it comes to video game criticism i think it kind of should exist in a vacuum to some degree like we we do just have to take the final product and that's what it is like we that's what we have to talk about and what we have to rate and like you can point to some very objective things like people's teeth uh being attached to their lips mm-hmm. um which is which is like a rigging thing and uh so like when the corners of their mouth go up and down the row of the rows of teeth go up and down with it. Like (laughs) the rows of teeth will curve up and down. Mm -hmm. And it looks completely amateurish. It's like I'm watching a first year student project instead of a mass effect game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So Bioware is supposed to be releasing a, a, some sort of announcement um, tonight or, or in the next 12 hours about what their, their plans are for, um, I guess, fixing this stuff. They they went the the like rock star route of hey w- this is an announcement of an announcement, um, stay tuned. Yeah. <laughs> so, I guess we'll we'll figure out what um what their plans are to to try and resolve some of these issues. But I I think the important ones are stuff that they can't actually resolve. Um, yeah. Same. It's it's built in. It's like maybe like probably the best thing I can imagine them doing is an overhaul of the UI. Yeah. Yeah. And then like there might be there there could be if they're really good, like if they if they really have been like, let's get on this, then some of the animations could be improved because there's there's times where uh some of the it's just the animation that's chosen doesn't fit. Like and and I think they've got a degree of automation happening as well. Like they've got some gestures that are being chosen randomly during scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, so that could be improved, <laughs> yeah. But um, some of the actual wonky animations and basically like a lot of the most of the writing, I don't think that's going to change. Yep. All right. Um, should we move on? 
Yeah. Yeah. I've had a, a good old rant. All right. Should we talk about Battlegrounds then? Battlegrounds. This has been the game that has kind of taken up my weekends in the last. Uh, I'll just, a a I'll just go have a smoke week and a half hey I'll just go have a sit there and you fucking listen okay? <laughs> we have to listen to your furry game alright shut the fuck up um <laughs> first of all I just wanted to talk about uh Diablo 3 it's the new season launched this weekend and I was all geared up to play it yeah uh no seasons is fantastic J-Ray I think you'd enjoy it it's just race it's it's it reminds me a lot of racing in uh Path of Exile I think oh yeah okay uh, um I, I will make positive noises about that. Okay. Um, it's So uh, I was all geared up to get in like at the fucking launch and play it. And then uh, I, I got tickets to Burger Palooza out of nowhere. Uh, yeah. Uh, and obviously I had to go. Uh, spectacular. Some of the best burgers I've ever had. One of them Damn. had a fucking hash brown on it. Uh, yeah. So I ate uh, five burgers. <laughs> Oh man, I found out about this after it happened. I'm so jelly. Oh man, it was. I was so stoked to get tickets out of nowhere as well because I'm like, oh, because they had one out at Moore Park and it was a fucking nightmare. I think Luke, we went out right. We were trying. We planned to go out there, right? Do you remember? Um, we tried to we drive sat in the out fucking there. traffic for forty minutes. <laughs> yeah, because they put a they put like a thing out on Facebook saying, "Hey, we're doing this thing. Uh, people should come." And like four hundred thousand people said they were going. And yep. we just underprepared. <laughs> well, well underprepared. Yeah, we sat. We literally sat in traffic for forty minutes. This was last year. Yeah, and we, we, we live thirty minutes walk <laughs> from Moor Park. <laughs> yeah. Not even like twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, I had to go this time. Wasn't it Moor Park? Is uh, somewhere else? I can't remember. Underneath the fly park is all I remember. But yeah, fucking smashed fire. <laughs> Five burgers, and then I had some nice. um, some donut fries, uh, which were basically wow. like mini churros uh, with like stuff on top of them. And then I had some uh, uh, liquid nitrogen ice cream. I was a fucking, I was a bloaty fucking mess. I was, they could have rolled me out of it. Also, there was no cover. There was no sun cover, so uh, I was sunburned. <laughs> Uh, but spectacular, such, oh my God, the burgers, holy shit. Uh, yeah, really good. So they did a good job. That was better, a lot better. Apparently, if you went to the night session, we went to the lunchtime session, if you went to the night session, uh, things were not as good. <laughs> People oh, yeah. were like waiting for an hour for a burger, uh, only to find out that they'd run out of ingredients and shit. So, uh, yeah, lunchtime session, thumbs up. But yes, I also didn't play Diablo, which was, uh, Annoying to me because I wanted to get in on the fucking ground floor and experience the fucking the race. race this time. No point. Be a part of it. <laughs> uh, I'm still going to play it though. Uh, I'm going to be. I'm in it for the power leveling because I did enjoy it, and uh, I'll get my Marauders set out of the Demon Hunter. I just have to stop playing. Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. It's going to take, that's what take some strength. It's going to take some fucking yes, yeah, some solid iron will. Have you heard about it, Jung? Do you know anything about it? Oh uh, yeah, I mean, uh, like I looked down my Steam friends list, and it's like <laughs> everyone playing it. It's like back when uh, uh, Daisy first had its little phenomenon moment. Yeah, and like literally yeah. everyone was playing that. It was sitting at uh, third on the Steam charts today. It's like out, it's ousted 
Team Fortress 2 from its usual rock-solid spot, uh, obviously not impacting the other two uh, giants, yeah, or CSGO. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, pretty, like, still huge numbers. Not Nowhere near, just to be clear, nowhere near either of those two games' numbers, but uh, big numbers. Uh, and, yeah, it's in early access. Uh, in case you don't know what it's about, it's a... Uh, Battle Royale game by the guy who made the Battle Royale mod for Armor 2, then Armor 3, and then he made Battle, or sorry, King of the Kill for uh, H1Z1. Uh, and it, I believe he left it uh, to because he wasn't happy with the way they were handling microtransactions. Um, so to, to sum it up, Battle Royale, it's like basically it's the fucking Japanese film or hunger games or whatever the fuck you want to call it it's a murder simulator you get dumped on an island 100 people get dumped on an island last person standing wins uh and as the game continues a circle slowly constricts until eventually there's no circle at all and you're standing fucking half a uh half a meter away from whoever the fuck it is you're supposed to be killing uh just killing them and uh yeah that's that's the game uh there's other stuff there's like random bomb zones and stuff like that uh everyone gets dropped in via a plane you sort of get to dictate where you get dropped in from um so yeah there's a element of um i mean it's it's a game where rng plays a, a pretty significant role or can play a pretty significant role in uh what happens to you especially on in squads because the more people that are uh more people in your squad more people that means more people vying for the same limited resources which means rng factors in a lot more if you can't find four weapons then uh you don't have a fully weaponized squad so there's there's a degree of rng but at the same time the fact that you're in a plane that flies over the island and you jump out allows you to dictate or at least manage that rng to some extent you can like pick pick a place that has options for you stuff like that Mm. um yeah so uh there's, yeah, there's a bit of RNG involved. Uh, it is, it's, it's semi-reminiscent of DayZ, but only because obviously it's based heavily off the uh, player unknown's experiences with the armor engine. You know, like the the concept, the core concept is based off that armor two mod, and I think it will always like I think every or most iterations of this game or like this game idea will always be reminiscent of armor in some way i think that's just the way it's gonna mm. happen uh just just by nature of of like the the way that you know certain games are always influenced by those that clearly inspired it armor has such a significant uh role in player unknown's experience with creating a game that uh, i think it has to but at the same time it's not like DayZ. i was saying it on twitter today Daisy is a social game, in my opinion. Like the kill on sight stuff, the bandit stuff, it's all uh, it's all part of the sort of backdrop that leads to the social interactions that are at the core of the Daisy experience. Hmm. But that's not the case with 
battlegrounds there's no there isn't a social experience here it is a fucking it's a murder simulator it is there's no teaming up with randoms just running out of the field like to find that to find that sense of uh I don't know, uh, socializing. I have been specifically, when I'm playing alone, I won't queue solo. I will queue into auto matchmake me into a squad so that I get usually dropped into a squad of three people who know each other and I'll be the rando fourth guy. And you just sort of, when you do that, you just sort of like deal. You just sort of do whatever the fuck they're doing and try and keep them alive. And it's an interesting, like it's a very different way to play because you like when you're playing in a squad with other people you know uh we've been playing on the discord uh non-stop with people who people just dropping in like baz and drew and uh squirrel like just dropping in non-stop and like fucking smashing it like non-stop smashing it and it's been a like spectacular amount of fun but the interactions we have with them i mean they're fantastic i love that i love how there's like this sense people just sort of like water rises to its own level or something but the shit talking in our games is just (laughs) spectacular i love the no like nobody is safe it is just non-stop shit talking but like also never seems to go too far or anything it's always just like yep time to fucking everyone pile in on luke day fuck luke day and yeah everyone gets in (laughs) Uh uh-huh or yeah well, Job fucked up. Time to screw Job here. Or anyone can get it. That's what I like about that. Uh, but that's not what you get when you're queuing solo into squads. Instead, it's like, uh, I don't know if you guys can hear me, but I have guns over here. And then, like, the three people that you're playing with that, like, don't move at all, just sort of ignore you. Uh, they've got Chinese names, so you're pretty sure they don't understand the language. Uh, and then, um, yeah two of them die you run over and murder the squad that's like murdering this is actually this is i'm drawing directly from actual experience here uh two of them die one of them gets ko'd like knocked to the ground and uh, is about to be murdered but you sprint over and fucking murder everyone nearby get him back up and he struggles to get out kill ass kill all the ass and i'm like yeah okay I'm, I'm, I'm on it, man. I'm doing what I can. <laughs> I'm trying to kill all the ass. Uh, but, uh, and then, yeah, you like team up and you fucking hoof it. He, uh, he doesn't understand the, the phrase hoof it. Oh, we're going to have to hoof it. Instead, you're like running, running now. And yep, suddenly you're running side by side through a field. Uh, the fucking safe zone's three kilometers away. Uh, so you are like, we literally ran the entire time the safe zone like constricted and then we had three minutes and we didn't cover the entire space in time we only just got to it uh and copped a little shit on our way in and then he uh he dies and they were all still there they was all still there watching uh as i got through to the end and when i got to i got ninth or something and uh they were like good job Oh, uh, yeah, they must have, like, fucking worked hard to, like, get 
the English available to them just to say that shit. That's amazing. That's the social aspect that I miss from a lot of other games. I mean, obviously, that specific encounter never occurs, but that's the only way that you can get any kind of social shit out of fucking... I thought, like, because you've got proximity chat, right? If you press T, actually, even, like, I learned that even talking to your fucking teammates, in like, your squad mates, uh, that's always... You're always proxy chatting. Yeah. That's the same shit, yep, which so makes, yeah, well, when you're a solo dude in a squad with randos who may or may not be talking to you, it, it ups the difficulty to some extent because now everything you say to them can be heard by anyone nearby. It's not like being on Discord where all your communications are private. You're just transmitting the entire fucking time, mm. which uh, ramps things up a bit. It's not like, but yeah, it's not like if you were to queue solo and come across someone like parachuting and you land right next to someone you hold yeah jump on t and you're like p- jump on proxy chat rather and be all like oh hey uh why don't we team up we could like we could probably if we teamed up we could probably win this what do you reckon they will punch you in the face until you're dead <laughs> like while you're still trying to reason with them like that's it like there's no fucking way anyone ever teams up in solo i don't think I think it'd be an interesting experiment to see if you can make it happen, but it'd be good if they like introduced some kind of gameplay reason to do that, like you know, other than just positioning and stuff, but uh, being greater than the sum of your parts, um, what, like some you know sort of vehicle or something that requires it. Because I, I definitely agree. I, I think like the the concept of teaming up. Uh, and then inevitably, like having to betray one another to see who actually wins. I think that would be that would be some spectacular shit to me. But mm. yeah, I feel like, like you'd have a lot of broken monitors or something from that. Yeah, yeah. Which it I, would all be about like when you betray. Yeah, exactly. You'd have to like you'd have to really time it right. And yeah, uh, uh, yeah. I think that would be amazing. I'd love to see them construct some way but like there is a chance there is a solid chance that the best way to do it is to just do it i mean like i have a lot of youtube comments on my uh gentleman bandit video that's that like were specifically i stopped killing on site because of this video there's a chance that like just showing people that it's possible might be all that people need to try and make it happen yeah i don't know um i don't i don't think but like yeah to that point i do not think the game itself uh encourages or even no. gives you the slightest reason to team up <laughs> out of the fucking gate as opposed to like i think it actively uh negates the possibilities because of the rng of the loot you don't want the like it's hard it's going to be hard to team up with someone when you just landed if uh They've got, like, if you're the only one with a shotgun, certainly you can make all the calls. But uh, once they get a weapon, yeah. Uh, or if they're the only one with a weapon, it, it might be a bit hard to reason with them, you know? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I'd also really like to see some Hunger Games like Hazards. Like what? I haven't watched any of them or read the books or whatever. Just like some, some stuff that, like, forces you out of one zone into another zone. Like could well, be anything like electrical it's, storms. It's got and- um, it's got like airstrikes um, throughout the 
the game where certain red zones, um, if you're outdoors, you can get killed by the airstrikes. So, right. Um, I guess that's, that's cool. the type of thing that, that's going for. But also, yeah, yeah. Also, it can be quite annoying because you'll be out in an area, and I've had it happen a number of times where it's been three times straight, just your area is getting bombed. Right. I th- I'm still pretty sure it's a uh, anti-camping technique, and so it just means that you and a bunch of other people are spending too much time not moving. Possibly. Yeah. But then you go inside, and then you just don't move some more? Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, well, yeah, you can't be blown up while you're inside. So, yeah, it is sort of leading to its own uh, repetition of itself. So, yeah. Yeah, I'd like to see like a big variety of those environmental hazards, just like really interesting stuff. Because that's that would be like some serious Hunger Games slash Battle Royale type stuff, like really interesting challenges. You know what would be good? Because we were trying to work out what the fuck gas masks exist in the game for. What if instead of like explosives, what if the fucking red zone turned into like gas? It yeah. dropped gas bombs. And then suddenly, yeah. Yeah, if you got a gas mask, you can just sit inside. Otherwise, get the fuck out of the zone. Because they haven't actually done anything with gas masks yet. They kind yeah, of exactly. just a cosmetic item. Yep. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be interesting. It'd also increase the amount of loot that you'd be sort of semi looking out for uh, on the yeah on the sly there. Because um, if you had a mask, you'd be walking through there getting the loot. And then if you didn't have a mask, then people would be just outside of the area like waiting for the red zone to expire and then try to get inside and get the loot quickly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good idea. All right. We, we just worked some shit out. That's amazing. Um, cool. Uh, yeah. Anyway, um, I'm, I'm obviously in love with the game. Um, I, I haven't been this hooked since probably day Z, uh, it just to, to me, it is just this perfect <laughs> fucking blend of uh, hilarious fucking like random horseshit and yeah, uh, just solid gameplay. Hmm. It could be a little bit better. I don't think the fucking shooting model is as good as it could be. Uh, you get some problems sometimes. It, like, as I'm learning more and more about it, I'm, like, just sort of writing off bits of it. Like, I don't aim down sights anymore unless I've got a fucking ACOG Scott, sight. And yeah. I can, yeah, there's just no fucking point. Uh, yeah, and you sort of you work within the limitations of a lot of stuff. Uh, like, you know, certain cracks in walls. You, never, you don't even try to jump through anymore, even though they Looks definitely like look can. like... Yeah, just yeah, learn yeah. to avoid it, thing Sh- it, and shooting over it. walls and 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 thinking that you've got like a good line of sight, but then the bullet just hits the wall instead. Yeah, and yeah. gives away your position. I've had that happen uh-huh. so many times. Yeah, um, but like it is early access, and this is uh, still got a lot of work to go on it. Um, I think it's awesome that they got Australian servers up really quickly. Yeah, um, which we'll probably come back to later, but. The, the fact that I've never really had to wait too long for a game, there's just constantly people playing this, uh, which is really surprising because it's 100 people per server. And um, it's not like I'm sitting around 
waiting minutes for games. It's pretty much just I'll jump in and within a minute or two the game will start. Um, so that's really really promising because so many people are playing it. Um, yeah. I think there's the the biggest thing they've got to work on next is um, in terms of I guess like performance stuff is always good, but one of the things I would like to see changed, and it's something I, I mentioned to you guys, but the, like the graphical settings need to be something needs to be done with that, and I don't know what they can do to sort of tweak that because um, you can basically turn off uh, all the foliage or a majority of the foliage within the game, and oh uh, yeah. You're pretty much like with it with it in the higher setting, the game looks pretty great and um it doesn't run great, but it looks pretty great. And uh you think you're in cover, but I I'm on my screen playing on very low settings because I'm a an asshole. Uh, and I can see you in the bush you're hiding in because there's no bush yeah. there. So I think that's you know, I'm just I'm going with it because everybody else is, but I, that's one thing I would like to see them tweak a bit. And I know Armour had that problem as well at one stage. I don't know if they still do. But the the like the draw distance and graphical settings of how much you can see and what you can't see, um, I think plays into it huge because you think you're you're safe and, and no one can see you, but really you're standing on a hill and you're the only thing on that hill. So we can see you in plain sight, so yeah, I guess that's just one of the highest priority things I would like to see them working, apart from performance stuff. But yeah, that's kind of a little bit frustrating. But like, we're at the point now where I've learned that, um, and I understand that that's not a thing I can really rely on anymore. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I uh, I I did the I switched to all low settings today as well. Uh, it is. A much uglier game now. But, oh, yeah, it looks uh, like original the, Quake. <laughs> the difference between what is visible is just, yeah, it's. I mean, too much to ignore. You can't. It it would be like going in with, I don't know, only half a screen or something. Like the difference is staggering. It's too much. Yeah. Anyway, have you uh, won many games? Uh, I have two wins now. Uh, yeah, two wins and multiple top threes. Uh, tend to come like quite close to the top, but just don't get the fucking biscuit. It just you just wind up in situations where someone has the upper hand. Like in the last couple of uh, the last couple of fucking kills, it tends to boil down to who Who's got uh, is position. better prepared yeah or yeah who, who has like has eaten the least shit trying to get there <laughs> yeah i like how we've termed it who's eat, like eating shit <laughs> like i don't know what that area is it's the blue area where it's like poison gas but everyone calls it oh, i'm eating shit <laughs> yeah yeah um i got to second last night on a we were playing duos and oh, yeah. um Basically, I ended up in this compound and it was one of those walls that look like you can jump over them. And I'm like, fuck, I, uh, I'm stuck in here. I can't do much. And the dude comes down the hill and uh, like right in front of me. And I start pinging him from behind this wall. And I've got yep. no scope on this gun. So, obviously, I'm aiming down sights and I'm hitting him like four or five times, but he doesn't drop. And uh, mm-hmm. he makes it behind a tree and then he must heal up. And then he runs 
out to another tree right in front of me, which is where the circle is, but I can't get to it because I'm behind this fucking shit wall that I can't jump over. Um, and as he's running to this to this uh, tree, I start trying to ping him and just bullets are going everywhere. I'm not hitting him at all, even though he's right in front of me. Uh, and he runs behind the tree and then just stands there. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck you, you prick. Uh, so, yeah, fuck that game. <laughs> but I had a lot, of, yeah. a lot of good fun games in there. It's been... Like, we played the other night, and we had, like, four solid games where we were just getting tons of kills. Uh, we lost yep. it to, like, top top 20, top 10. Um, mm-hmm. You have moments like that where it's you're, you get a really good run, um, and then you've got somewhere. Oh, it's like, oh, shit, there's another dude that's parachuting right next to me, and, and it's just, like, who finds a gun first type thing. Yeah. Uh, in those situations, it's I'm now down to, oh, I'm going to try and find a shotgun as soon as possible because that's, uh, you know, one sh- shot, two shot kill. Most of the time in close quarters. Um, so, yeah, it'd be cool to see them work on more variety of weapons and and that sort of stuff as well. Because um, there's not a huge amount of weapons in there at the moment. But it seems like they're very on top of the whole communication aspect and talking with their community. And they, they like, get that. Um, and they came out, like, last week and said, this is our timeline and things are working on. This is when we expect it to be done. Uh, and they've been given like daily updates and you know that that first day that the Australian servers went live it was a bit a bit uh, wonky but um, I think after you left that night we had some pretty good mm. games um, and then since oh. then since then it's been it's been okay every once in a while you run into some weird like sort of lag but otherwise it's been pretty good no 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 Wonkiness, it was, it's a thing. It's a real thing. There's, there's lag compensation. Mm-hmm. And the wonkiness I was feeling is because if you're playing it with a 150 ping, which is what we were playing with when we were playing on fucking Korean servers, yeah. then you don't, you like, it's, but it's tuned to compensate for the, about that ping. And so those of us with good internet, uh, will wind up on around that ping. Um, so. We were playing basically the best version of the game. If you're playing with 150 ping, you move faster than other players and you are, you take less damage and you get more hits. And so the reason I was fucking, I was having such a hard time is because I like, I'd gone from playing fucking easy mode, I think. So suddenly I'm like, fucking, what the fuck is this shit? None of my like bullshit I've been pulling off the <laughs> last time hasn't been landing anymore. And, all this shit. So, yeah, it wasn't, like, all imagined. It was, like, full-blown fucking for reals. Like, yeah, there's lag compensation, and I was not adjusting to it uh, or adjusting to the lack of it, I guess, and that's what was driving me fucking bananas. Mm. Um, also, they desperately need to fucking lock out people over, like, now that we got servers in correct regions. Uh, yeah, sh- like, fucking shape that shit fucking ultra fast yeah well that's on their to-do uh, list that they put on their site their yeah. blog the other day yeah they did yeah but yeah anyway um yeah it's a pretty great game you should get it John everyone should get it yeah Whee. um and jump in our discord channel because we've got like a we've got, we've had to make more discord channels because we had too yep. many people playing games over the weekend we did yep so I think we've got now like uh, six voice channels yep um, yeah, one for Diablos especially. <laughs> yeah. I, I jumped in the other day and I was playing uh, Battlegrounds and I think some Diablo people jumped in as well. And 
and uh, <laughs> we had some siege people playing at one stage and i'm just like okay fair enough um but the thing is like there's only four people per squad in battleground so we've had we've pretty much had a constant rotation of people jumping in and out every night um it's been yep. pretty good i had to, i had to play on my own last night because it was full <laughs> Too many people. <laughs> um, Can't even play his own channel. I know. It's, just, it's despicable. Um, we need a yeah. premium pass job. Ah, that's a good idea. Hey, don't don't spoil the fucking news. Um, speaking of, shall we shift to news? Yeah, let's do that. Let's do it. News. 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 Um, I can't read it because Job's clicking around. Uh, Project Scorpio is being shown off in some capacity really soon so this is a um uh sort of a rumor but it's been what the fuck is job doing uh it's been uh it's been confirmed by a couple people at least uh, different sources so this is first reported on like windowscentral.com um and then later uh, uh some other people on uh, gaff were also posting um some confirmed stories about it so it seems like there's some sort of event or maybe um or possibly a site that has some sort of exclusive access to to revealing scorpio um one site that's been thrown around is uh is digital foundry um doing like a hardware report on it um but also it could be just a you know showing off to developers coming up really soon that sort of stuff so they're gearing up to e3 in the next two months and my speculation was that we'd probably hear about it in April, May, um, maybe sometime mid-May. That's kind of when they shut off the Xbox One last time. So we're kind of getting towards that date. And um, yeah, it's it's sounding like they're they're talking about things, new Forza game, a bunch of third-party uh, titles like Battlefront Two, uh, Red Dead Redemption was another name that was thrown around uh, that we will probably see on it and. Um, that is something I'm sure we'll hear about more the next uh, week or two, possibly. Anyway, I just thought I'd talk about because that was literally the only news we had in there. But Job's, Job sorted us out. Any comments on that, Job? I know you love rumors. Did I love you, rumors. Did you read any of this stuff at, at the moment? or No, I wasn't reading about it. So it came as a surprise to me when you uh, were writing about it. But um, it, it was yeah, like 60 it is- pages on Gaff today when I saw it last. Right, yeah. Uh, I was I was stuck in training day hell all today, so I didn't really read anything. But um, yeah, I uh, I think it's around like May is around the timeline that I was expecting Scorpio details to come out. So uh, next week would be pretty surprising. Uh, who did you say would fucking do it? Digital Foundry. There's. One of the one of the guys that's been going around saying uh, he's heard about it is said that th- actually there's a site that that has an exclusive for it. So people are speculating that Digital Foundry might be doing it on the like they're doing a specs type thing on on the uh, hardware. You know how they that do just their- seems yeah I do I do but it doesn't seem big enough. Like the quid pro quo of the business side of that doesn't seem big enough. Eurogame is huge. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But it doesn't strike me as a large enough sell. No, no, I'm not saying this is something that they've said. This is just people on Gaff saying it could be something like that or an IGN or a Game Informer. Yeah, an IGN or a Game Informer or a CBSI Hmm. makes more sense to me. But yeah, 
uh, yeah, like Digital Foundry, uh, I remember, I do remember many years ago railing against them for being a bunch of graphics obsessed nerds. And then I also remember uh, admitting that I was wrong and that they serve a very, very good purpose. Uh, but yeah, like I don't think they have enough, uh, I don't know, like just weight in the industry to get an exclusive scoop like this. It is, it's like, this is fucking huge. This is some fucking huge shit, man. So yeah, to me, it just, I don't know. That just doesn't ring true that particular part. But yeah, I guess we'll wait and see, uh, if they do, that'd be fucking like good on them. Hmm. Good get. Um, and like they would be perfectly suited to fucking break it down. So that'd be awesome. But yeah, I, I, more expect someone else, uh, one of the bigger ones to just hire tech savvy people to do it for them. Yeah. Especially Thanks. like where they've come from in the past where they just got the like shit kicked out of them when they, they came out with the Xbox one and the, the like specs comparison on the PlayStation, they were just eating it the entire time. It was like, yeah. Oh, please Sony stop curb stopping them. It's, it's enough. They're dead. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. This could all John, be bullshit, but who knows? Uh, pretty much the same thoughts. Um, yeah. yeah, I'd be surprised if it was Digital Foundry, but yeah, you never know. If Rolling Stone can get the uh, the White House exclusive, and <laughs> uh, um, didn't they have another fucking really good Rolling Stone had another good scoop the other day. Who was that with? It was uh, the other League day. of Legends. Yeah, League of Legends. Um, some League of Legends player. Whatever. Um, anyway. Next. Destiny 2 is announced. It's coming to PC. Didn't we talk about this last yeah. week, Joe? We didn't talk about it coming to PC. I don't think we had the DC. <laughs> oh, okay. Did we? I'm in. I'm in for PC Destiny 2, to be I'm honest. Out. Okay. Fair enough. Luke, in or out? Uh, yeah, I'll play it. I'll have to play it. So You'll you'll have to play it. Why will you have to play it? For, for, for probably for this show. Ah, uh, good point. All right, excellent. Uh, <laughs> too easy. Uh, Battlefield Premium Friends announced. Yep. It's a good one. This is the, uh, I guess, saving copping a lot of flack from the community. And uh, they're trying to make A lot of well-justified well slack from, uh, shit from the community. Uh, and they're yeah trying to fucking rectify. They're trying to steer the ship in the other direction, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they're doing the right thing. I think this is a good solution to a dumb problem. That's my opinion. Uh, they have created a situation where uh, they are in a rough place, uh, a rough space rather. Um, the the premium model for Battlefield clearly uh, destroys the sense of community that people have for the game. At the same time, the only thing they have available to sell post-launch is maps. And so they have to find some happy middle ground for now, now that people are like now after people have already bought premium, now that people have uh, an expectation for their purchase uh, for now, Premium Friends, I think, sits in an area where it should be good enough to 
sort out both sort of sort of sides like the people yeah. who don't want to pay for premium um yeah get an access to these maps through a system that they might not be crazy about but is more palatable than the current the system that they hated uh and uh the people with premium still get more maps they get even more people to play with and yeah everyone is happy uh the also like obviously the ultimate solution to their problem is to stop creating uh games where maps are the only way that they can create post-release content that makes money yeah but which is crazy yeah. right they've got a they've got a crate system in the game for skins and whatnot it doesn't make any money because none of their skins matter because they don't have enough guns and yeah, but they like, can still do cosmetic stuff with with how people look or uniforms or uh you know fucking give me a sick looking tank i don't know yeah yeah do that stop charging you can get us. a sick looking tank yeah i know you can but there's not enough yeah they don't sell the crates um, do they Yes, they do, I think. Oh, they do so. I'm pretty sure they do. Yeah. Um, awesome. Yeah. Makes me hate him even more. I, <laughs> I can always I, make I money don't... off of silly shit. Like, have a little rubber ducky thing that you can put on your uniform. Like, people pay money for that. They do, yeah. I think it's complicated for Battlefield because I don't think the Frostbite engine works well with that shit. Otherwise, I think we'd, we would have seen it a long time ago, you know? I think, I think that's why we see a lot of, like, identical soldier shit in uh the battlefield games because i think uh on scale the games don't handle those details very well hmm. um but yeah I, I think battlefield premium friends is like it's a dumb it's a fucking dumb problem there's no questions there but this is a, i think an elegant solution this is a yeah did someone just do a really wet fart no no I think it was Luke. Maybe maybe he'll blame the chair, but it sounded like a wet fart. I'm just saying. <laughs> Look, um, it wasn't a fart, all right? Okay. All right. <laughs> well, yeah, a wet fart almost. But it was wet. Just a fart. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, I think it's a... Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a you dumb... You don't like it, though. Go. No, no. I, I think it's a good... Like what you said, it's a good solution to a hole they fucking dug themselves into, right? Um but at the same time, you've got to buy the premium parts. Right? That's that's a that's not a th- that's not like the DLC thing. It's it's a separate um, thing that you have to buy as well. Like not everybody has bought premium the premium parts. They could have just bought the DLC. So I don't know, man. Like it's just also it's just also that something shouldn't have been there in the first place. Um, and it, I post about it today that. EA said last year when they were releasing Titanfall that they didn't want to have um, paid maps because it splits the community, but then they've come out and released uh, Battlefield 1 and it does exactly the same thing. So they're doing one model in one game and and saying that this is how it should be because we don't want to have a split community and everybody should be treated the same, but then they release another game a couple months later and they've gone back on their word. Um, I just... I, I don't get... Well, they, well, I know, I know why they want to do it because they like fucking money. They're a, they're a business, but uh, yeah, I don't think it's a good idea. Um, and I've made my thoughts on that quite clear. <laughs> so yeah, I'll stick with it. And I, I don't like I don't like that model at all. I think it needs to piss off and go somewhere else. And hopefully, it, it'll die off soon. It seems like a lot of um, 
a lot of developers are looking to other ways that they can monetize on post support and what they can do that doesn't affect gameplay and, and how their community can interact with the game. So, yeah, that's that's hopefully something I'll learn a lesson on going forward with Battlefront 2 or whatever it is they're releasing this year, whatever they call it. Yeah? You good? Yeah. Yeah. Should we move on? Sure. Uh, Here is the Storm 2.0. What's that mean? I have, I have no Speaking idea Speaking of crates. Craters? Yeah. They've announced Heroes of the Storm 2.0. Oh. And I don't like this. I'm going I don't to be like 100%. It I don't like what, it. Do you know? Can I, can I, can I, this is what I don't like about it. Okay. This is what <laughs> I don't like. How do you fucking make Blizzard's Heroes of the Storm 2.0 and then all of the changes are to fucking progression system uh gambling fucking monetized microtransaction horseshit how like how is that the 2.0 of this like that is to me a staggeringly depressing uh outlook for the future of that game okay dota 2 fucking the big fucking patches for that the the hefty ones for Dota 2 are that's monumental shit like shit changes like source 2.0 gets fucking introduced and shit this one mm-hmm. oh yeah new ways to get crates and uh yeah the progression system is changed to be more compelling uh so that you will feel uh more entranced and play the game longer and yeah we can nickel and dime you yeah, and so yeah, it's it brings in roulette, so you don't know what you're getting, and they've they've mitigated it somewhat with these shards, but now now they've got three resources, and they've got a funny money system, which is never a good sign, and uh, it's unclear to me whether you can um, still target a specific item and just just buy it. Mm-hmm. Um, that like I watched the promotional material and and that much wasn't clear to me, um, so I'll have to like jump in the game to see whether that's possible or not. But um, as to what you were talking about, Joe, um, I think this is just how they're selling it, um, which you're right is not a good sign. But I think this is like this is not something that the community asked for. Um, this is like the community wasn't screaming for like we need a better progression system or anything like that. Um, this is something that serves Blizzard, and um, I think they're they're just dressing it up hmm. like this. Like they're saying, it's it's 2.0. Uh, yep. We really needed to fix They're going to have some people come out and say, we really needed to uh, fix the progression system. We've been wanting to overhaul the progression system for some time so that you can get a better feeling of blah, blah, blah. And, um, yeah, they're just they're calling it 2.0 to, to sell it. It's yeah. it's sort of like a meta progression. It's like so the community feels like it's been pro- it's progressing. So the game feels like it's progressing. Is it um, um, is it the other way? Like in terms of have the numbers been going down and people have been leaving, and this is a way of getting people back into it? Is that something that's possible? I'm not sure actually. Uh, I haven't been playing for a while, so um, uh, it seems to like observing it from the outside. It seems like it's growing. Like the local scene seems to be growing. Mm-hmm. Uh, GameStar has been handling the local competitions now, and I've actually I've been watching a, a bit of that, and uh, it's pretty fun. Um, yeah, 
the I think the Australian play is at a level where it's like they're not making too many dumb mistakes and um, you can you can watch a, a good match and Heroes of the Storm is a game where anything can happen so um, yeah I've been having fun it seems like it's growing locally uh, it seems like the international competitions are as large as they've ever been um, yeah so this really just seems to me like you know a move towards what every other AAA game is doing which is roulette and um, I don't like it I don't like it one bit it's, yeah. I, I think we're going to be known as the industry that indirectly legalized child gambling. Oh, yep. Yeah. Way to, yeah. Way to put it on a that's demo. Most, that's <laughs> definitely the most and depressing version of that. that. That is. It is the most depressing. And you know what? I shouldn't even have to... Like, it's... It sucks that children have access to it. I think it still sucks even if it wasn't like even ignoring the the children side of it even if it was just for adults i still think um some adults are a little bit more susceptible to a gambling addiction and a behavioral addiction than others uh that's a fact Mm -hmm. and so and this is gambling this is indirect gambling uh it's funny money so you're you're gambling shards or whatever now yeah but um it's still it can still be destructive in the same way and whenever I see funny money, I, I get suspicious anyway because they're going to do bullshit like buying hot dogs in packs of 12 and hot dog buns in packs of 8 or some shit like that. And, <laughs> yeah. um, the, the cost, the overall cost is probably going to go up. And Yeah, I don't like it. Um, like, the, it's, like I said, the, the damage is mitigated somewhat by the fact that you can like probably do a bit of like deconstructing and get shards um through different means uh similar to like hearthstone where you can like deconstruct the stuff you don't want for shards but then you yeah you just spend those shards on another crate which is another game of roulette i don't know i don't like it at all yeah okay fair enough you you cannot like it that's okay we'll let you i've spent like i've spent 60 bucks in the game and right. um you're crazy like i get that i get that it's a free-to-play game um and i get they need to make money but i've i played the game quite a bit i spent 60 bucks just directly buying um the shit that i want and then yeah. like I, i'm okay with that like as a consumer i'm okay with buying shit that i want mm-hmm. um but then when i look at a system like this it's like this this to me seems like a game i don't want to play and I'm not referring yeah. to the game, game. I'm referring to the, the purchasing system. I'm like, it's like now it's almost like a cosmetic item is a sign of me being a fucking sucker. Yeah. You know? And I don't want yep. to play on that. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, all right, let's move on. Yes, Jack and Daxter 2. Sorry, Jack and Daxter PS2 class is coming to PlayStation 4. Uh, I think that's Joe it. Put this in here for uh, some of our friends. Uh, yep, it's. Uh, <laughs> I know. I know. Listener Dangers uh, loves to ask questions about Jack and Daxter, his favorite game of all time, his game's favorite game series of all time, uh, possibly. And uh, the jury's still out on this, but uh, possibly the greatest game series of all time in general. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to dangers um it's now coming out 
they're releasing Jack and Daxter PS2 Classics on PS4. Uh, it's coming later this year. It will include Jack and Daxter, Jack 2, Jack 3, and Jack X Combat Racing uh, in one HD pack or some shit. Uh, so pretty exciting, I guess, if you've come to terms with the fact that Naughty Dog are never making another fucking Jack and Daxter game. Uh, it's about the only way you're going to get to play it in HD, so yep. that's pretty good. Um yeah. Nice. So there you go. No thoughts from me. <laughs> all good on my end. John? <laughs> I'm all good. Who, who do you prefer, Jack or Daxter? I'm going to go with Jackster. Solid answer. One last piece of news. Let's go. Yep. Ended on a low note. Uh, Quake Champions beta starts next week, but there'll be no Australian servers at the start of that, at least. It's too hard, John. Yeah, too hard, too hard. <laughs> too hard to spin them up. It's too hard. Yep. It's going to take them some time to spin them up. They're working, according to uh, quotes, uh, on IGN.com.au uh, or I- IGN.au, whatever the fuck. Uh, Tim Willits, who is admittedly a fucking legend in this industry, I've met uh, was interviewed by IGN.au by Nate actually oh, uh, I don't know. This. this is his fault <laughs> so well it's his interview uh he said uh yeah they're, they're teaming up with a major server cloud company in australia uh and that invites for australians uh for quake champions will go out once they have servers online but they're not up already it's weird as you pointed out on twitter luke that um that Battlegrounds, a early access independent game, managed to spin up Australian servers for its hundred person per server game yeah. in four fucking days. But it's apparently going to take Bethesda uh, multiple weeks for their allegedly AAA shooter. Uh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> from from the team that brought us Doom, who put multiplayer in a video game in 1993, <laughs> this is my favorite part. Like the, the, one of the pioneers of multiplayer games is like it's yep. going to take us a couple of weeks to do this, motherfuckers. <sighs> depressing. Um, so no quick. Yeah. And Trog from Oz Gamers uh, saw my tweet and. Uh, Reminisced about a time when you didn't need to uh, worry about cloud spinning and could just run servers of your own for that multiplayer game. Dedicated oh. servers, what's up? Too depressing. Uh, anyway, so uh, yeah, that's, I don't know, so we're not getting Quake Champions. My theory, uh, they don't want Quake Champions being thrown into the walls yet. They want, you know, a little bit of fucking, some, some nice press from the very soft... European and uh, American press yep. <laughs> before they uh, unleash the fucking Australian press upon it. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's probably a safe bet. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so there's that. I'm disappointed. I am fucking gutted. Actually, I was amping. I was fucking getting very excited to play Quake Champions. I very much want to see whether it is any good. VPN. Oh, yeah. Well, you could still probably get a key and play it, but yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Um, yes. All right. Questions. That's questions. The news. Questions. That's the news. Let's do some questions. 
Oh, I'll look out. We've got a fucking email as well. Sure. Um, grab, grab that. I'm working on it. You grabbing the email? Uh, I'm grabbing the email. Okay, the GA podcast at gmail.com. That is where you can email us if you'd like to ask us a question. Maybe you don't have Discord and you can't jump in there and, and message us on that channel, but old fashioned email. Uh, what's your fax number, Joe? Uh, 555. Gap. 5555 Gap. Anyway, uh, email from Simon. Uh, Simon writes, Hey guys, would you ever consider doing the spoiler cast as video, putting in the YouTubes or Twitch or in not audio, a three hour breakdown of a video game with all the spoilers, including video of the, uh, uh, video footage of the game being played in the form of gameplay footage would be perfect for video medium. And with three hours, it wouldn't be medium length though. Medium is a fancy word for video. Uh, yeah. I was, uh, I was getting confused there. Uh, and think of them AdSense dollar dollar bills and all them copyright strikes. Out. Uh, good question, Simon. Uh, as long as we didn't have to edit the video. <laughs> could you imagine editing the video that was three hours long? Jesus Christ. I think I just take- had a stroke. Just think I know. About it. Um, yeah, I'd we- take forever. Uh, I, I would actually, I, I think that'd be a really interesting way to spin it up. Maybe we can do a, a tier where we go to video so you can watch a video while we do the spoiler cast. Uh, <laughs> okay. of, like just three hours of us playing Mass Effect. Uh, probably, <laughs> I, as far as I can tell, it's three hours of Luke scanning shit, uh, <laughs> scanning sources in apparently pointlessly uh it'll just be a montage of facial animations (laughs) just non-stop (laughs) uh but yeah uh no yeah it's an interesting idea that i'd love to fucking do uh the other alternative is if you did on twitch and we did the spoiler cast and had someone else who wasn't talking playing because we've very clearly established that uh, we cannot play and talk at the same time. You could cut to video. Like, you could have video prepared and then cut to it. Yeah, but then you need, like, someone... Three hours of video. Production. (laughs) No, no, you just, like... um just cut to a particular spoil- spoilery scene or something. Oh. Just reach over on the laptop, l- bring up XSplit, and then switch to the thing. Are you volunteering, yeah. John? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it'd be that hard. Yeah, okay. Excellent. Cool. I mean, right. you'd, you'd have to make you sure you have the footage. Probably the hardest part of it would be just having the footage. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Um, good question. Yes? Good question. Good question. I liked it. Um, oh, right. for Mass yeah, Effect, I have a I have a shitload of footage of Mass Effect, by the way, if you want to do that. We're not doing a spoiler cast on Mass Effect. I would have to then <laughs> play and finish Mass Effect. And no, you don't. You re- oh, I think if, if there's anything we've learned tonight, it's that you really don't. <laughs> uh, I, you, know, you know me. You know how I roll. Uh, I, would, I think I need to. All right. Uh, we're now going to Discord. Discord questions. Uh, on Discord, uh, the Gap Discord channel, um, you can ask us questions in the questions channel, mm-hmm. and we will read them out on the show. Uh, Miracle writes, Joby, when are you going to write your book, Becoming Video Game Media Champion of the World? 
Well, that story's not finished yet, Miracle. <laughs> uh, there are still many, many, many places for me to fucking dominate. So many more people for me to dominate. And Quake, Quake Champions isn't even out yet. I can still dominate there, uh, I assume. Uh, although it is a team-based game, uh, which isn't how I play Quake, but whatever. Uh, yeah. So, uh, one day, it will happen. Uh, maybe by the time I do it, it will, I'll have to do like a Twitch stream of it because books will be dead. Uh, also, I'd like to come rant about uh, Mass Effect. I'll bring multiplayer anger with my other complaints. Um Multiple? Did you guys rant about multiplayer? Um, uh, no, no, because I'm ready. No. Excellent. Well, now we need we need to hear. I, I I would heard the multiplayer was good, but geez, they didn't even get that right. That's a bummer. Uh, also, let's hit that Patreon goal. We slash I want the Siege podcast. <laughs> Apparently, the Siege podcast is now locked in. If we hit the goal. So that's our first spoiler cast. I don't know how you do a spoiler cast on Siege, oh, but <laughs> <laughs> spoiler, I win. Uh, yeah, spoiler. Uh, it's all bullshit, and he's probably lag switching. Fuck this shit. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, remember that's, listening. That's Nate's to- go-to. It's <laughs> my Nate. That's my fuck. Fucking lag switching look at his fu- look at his ping look at his ping he bring it up and look he's already dropping what a cunt <laughs> um remember listeners you get to boss job or look around for one beer restrictions apply and it feels awesome uh and sla- uh, shill some more thanks miracle that was some yeah. good shilling i like that's better shilling than I, even i'm capable of yeah i didn't uh, know he was on our marketing <laughs> team but thank you it's, yeah it's perfect <laughs> Uh, Baz writes, Dangers, you'll be glad to know that they are releasing four Jack and Daxter titles on, on the PS4 this year. Thanks for the spoiler there, Baz. Now Dangers knows. Uh, I think I need, uh, Dangers writes, I think I need, this isn't even a fucking question. What is going on here, guys? <laughs> they find Jackson. It's the questions channel, you motherfuckers. <laughs> They're just getting uh, you to read out their podcast now. I know. I'm, I'm like literally just reading everything. Uh, <laughs> Dangers writes alrighty lads now with the upcoming release of the four jack and daxter games how can anybody justify choosing any <laughs> other game for go to uh, game of the year this year good question uh there are four of them though dang it. which one do you pick mate because uh you can't you can't pick all four you gotta decide uh, so now it's the questions question. channel for the <laughs> for the listeners good good stuff oh yeah i have asked two questions haven't i yeah that's it's not good uh People are responding with Breath of the Wild, which is objectively wrong. And, uh... <laughs> all right, it's, it's not that bad. There aren't uh, any Aaron questions Pop in here. Writes, he got all of the memories. How uh, you've, all right, How far into it are you, Luke? You haven't played it since I haven't touched it since... Uh, got Battlegrounds, Battlegrounds, I guess. Yeah. And Mass um, Have you gotten any of the memories? Um, yeah, I've gotten one, I think. But it's just Stag- a right it's just like a story bit right yeah yeah just more of the terrible story that Link, just let me tell you oh, a story that was uncanny yeah you sounded exactly like her uh, you haven't played it have you john which one breath of the wild 
No, no. I can't believe it. Like, I... Well, I need this... a Switch. You need a Switch. Do you have the game? No. Oh. So I was going to wait until someone was just, like, done with their Switch and had completed you the game. You could have borrowed mine, but I lent my fucking copy of the game out. Ah. To, uh, to, to uh, my mate. mate premium, premium Pass. Ah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, you can get the premium pass. Uh, uh, well, when you, you get borrow... it, I'll throw it. Yeah, yeah, okay, we'll do that. I'm just, you know, you're like the biggest Zelda fan I know. Yeah, I'm not in a huge rush. Like, uh, I've still got to play that. I've still got to play Horizon. But honestly, when I've been sitting down at home, uh, my default has been just to load up Game Maker 2 and start working on that. Fair enough. Mm. Well, there you go. Um, I... Uh, terrible questions. I'm going to be honest. Uh, only, only two real questions, and most of the rest of it was me just re- re- like reading out whatever's on the fucking screen, like Ron Burgundy. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I that's guess that's good it. practice for your new show. Ah, true. Which isn't airing this week, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> How's that going, by the way? <laughs> Oh God! Uh, uh, yeah, so that's good. Um, anyway, it'll be on next back next week, yeah. theoretically. Let's hope. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. I still get paid. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's it. That's what I got. That is the show. Then thanks for the questions. Yep. Thanks for the questions. Uh, we'd also like to thank our uh, Patreon subscribers for the month or the week, whatever. Yeah. Uh, we have a new new patron. Patron. Is that what they call Patreon? Patreon. Patreon? Uh, Sean Patreon. N. Sean N has uh, has has decided to jump on the uh, the spoiler cast bandwagon. He's looking to hit that goal. Sean, I'm- thanks, Sean. Yeah, we're we're super, super close to hitting that next call uh, of doing um doing some spoiler cast episodes where we go in depth and talk about uh, a specific video game. Uh, I've talked about this. I brought this up a couple times last few weeks. We did like a Mass Effect one. Uh, at one stage, which actually somebody was looking for that episode in our Discord uh, over the weekend, mm. and uh, I didn't have it, but one of our listeners, I think it was, was it Miracle? Had, um, actually had it on his hard yeah, drive Mar- still. Yeah, Miracle had it and put it up on Dropbox and shared put it. On Dropbox for everyone to listen to, so we appreciate that. Um, but yeah, same sort of thing. It'll be like a two, three hour podcast just dedicated to one game where we go a bit more in depth and, and talk about s- story specifics. Um, we haven't yep. done one of them for, for quite a while. Um, I think Witcher was, was one of the last ones we did. But yeah, if we do hit that goal, we'll try and make an effort. Well, we will make an effort to do more of those as like a bonus episode. Um, what we'll look for some, some games that are a bit more story focused to talk about and, and dive into. Um, so yes, oh, we're very, yeah. very close to that. It looks like the people want it. Um, I don't know how much they want a siege podcast, but. We've got one vote for Siege <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> Which is all of the votes so far. Yeah. I feel like when we talked about it for 14, 15 weeks straight at the end of, uh, you know, a year ago, um, that would have... Maybe they just cut those bits together. Yeah. yeah. It's a one massive podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, but yeah, we appreciate everyone's uh, help on Patreon. Helps us for f- pay for things like uh, hosting and whatnot, and helps us evolve the show. We haven't figured out how we're going to do that yet, but we we have to think of a new goal now because we're getting very close. Uh, we'll discuss yeah. that at some stage, or if anyone has any ideas, let us know. 
uh, what you would like to see or what you would like out of the show. Kind of like, uh, was it Simon that emailed us? Yep, Simon. He made a suggestion, yeah. Um, so that's, that's good. some good thoughts. Um, but yes, thank you to our Patreon people very much. Um, and uh, if, you'd, if you'd like to find the show elsewhere, you can also find us on iTunes, Android, Windows Store, those fun places. Uh, the Gap or the GM Podcast, if you search for us, you'll find us on there. Um, me personally, I use like Pocket Casts. I've been listening to you. I listen to a lot of podcasts, guys. Um, like I drive to work every day. Uh, I know a lot of people travel by train or bus or they drive, that sort of thing. Um, for me, I use Pocket Casts and uh, we're under the video game section on Pocket Casts. So if you go on to like to, to go to the categories and go down to video games, I think it's games and hobbies, you'll find us in that list. You don't even have to search for us. So they've got that stuff sorted out for you. Um, but I've been listening to a new podcast this week called Shit Town, uh, which is pretty cool. It's from the guys that did Serial and um, a few other things. Have you listened to that one yet, Job? What's no, I thought it was called S-Town. Yeah, it's called S-Town, but it's called Shit Town. Uh, they just, I guess, don't want to call it Shit Town. Okay, then. Uh, yeah, no, I haven't been listening to it because uh, I don't have anywhere to go to play, to listen to podcasts, so... Oh, okay. I got nothing. Yeah. Uh, uh, I can't tell you. It's a very sto- story type uh, podcast. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's like a. Anyway, things happen. If you, did you like Serial the first season? Now. Uh, I didn't listen to it. Okay. Well, maybe listen to the first one of this and see if it grabs you. Um, yeah, don't don't listen to Serial. Don't listen All to the Siri. podcasts that I have been loading up are drum and bass podcasts. Okay. Lots of sound jungle like music. Sounds like you're listening to drum and bass. Yeah, uh, it's, it's a music. podcast where it's DJs the... mix all the new drum and bass music. That sounds like radio. Uh, it's what radio should be. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, ours is better. We got a better podcast. A lot of people listen to it. Um, so yes, do that. Otherwise, you can email us at the GA podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on facebook.com slash GA podcast, twitter.com slash GA podcast, our website, which is the GA podcast.com. And, uh, our Discord link is also on that page and also, uh, past episodes and, and work that we've done, uh, that I sometimes put up there. And, uh, patreon.com slash GA podcast if you do want to uh, jump on the Patreon thing I didn't, don't think I said that before so yeah that's where you can find it and uh, anything happening for you let's go to J-Bone oh, anything you're doing this week or you'd like to promote at all um, what am I doing uh, what the hell am I doing um, I'm doing a big story for Game Informer that's coming up yeah um, it's uh, it's not it's probably not the one I think we might be due to have an issue coming out like nowish, uh, so it's not going to be in this one. Okay, but it'll be in the next one. So uh, I'll probably like be back on here before then, and then like, yeah, be talking about it. But uh, yeah, it's a big one. It's a big one, and uh, I think I'll be on Lifehacker soon. Uh, <laughs> okay. I'll be doing Life Hacker the week of the 18th. Yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, starting cool, the 18th cool. for like a week. Um, uh, yeah, that might be about it for now. I guess you can go watch Under Control, which is like a show. Um, 
It's on snackabletv.tv, uh, which is the greatest URL. And <laughs> They could have uh, just dropped the TV part, right, and, and made it just snackable.tv? Well, I think snackable was taken, ah. but they really wanted snackable. So it's snackabletv.tv. And uh, there's like five episodes of Under Control there. So yeah, the last couple were all right. So go for it. Okay. <laughs> Check it out. Solid. Uh, Job's doing video as well these days. Where can you find that? Twitch. You're on Twitch, Job. Remember? You, you, I just said we're not. We're not airing this week. Yeah, but they can head. they can look at the last one, can't they? You can. You can go to twitch.tv slash sixty six T four bytes and go watch the last episode. Uh, that would be I think it's called verse well, I know it's called verse mode, but I think it's called verse mode in the live channel. Uh, yeah. Uh, in the sorry previously on channel or whatever it's called yep. the tab oh, that's which works fuck uh so yeah there's that um and yeah uh that's about it and so you're going that's it um yeah nice no no show this week um and yeah some okay. other stuff fair enough um i did an article on survivor.com which was about the battlefield one they shall not pass dlc i did a review for that um, so you can find that at survivor.com. Otherwise, you can check me out on twitter.com slash Luke Laurie. And uh, do you guys want to say your Twitter names or not? The Junglist. Yep. That's you. Joby Jojo. Nice. Have you got a new a new tag for this week, a new title? I should probably change it from uh, versus Job. Yep. Seeing how there's no versus Job this week. <laughs> there's uh, no versus Job. Battle, uh, battle Job. Battle Job. Yeah. Player, Player on Job. Player on Job's. Yeah. Job on Job. Uh, yeah, Job on Job's. Jobal Job's. <laughs> Jobal's Job. <laughs> uh, yeah. Right. I'll see if I can make one of those work. One of those many con- combinations <laughs> work. You should actually do that and then just see if anyone knows what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Player unknown Battleground. That was a clever one, man. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Uh, good times. All right. Uh, Mr. Jeremy, thank you for coming along. Well, Take that's quite all right. Joe, thanks for thanks coming. Thanks Cheers. Yeah. Uh, thank you for me for coming as well. Uh, oh, well, that's weird. Thanks, Luke. <laughs> thanks, Luke. <laughs> no problem. Thanks to all our Patreon survivors. Su- survivors. Uh, <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> uh, subscribers. subscribers. <laughs> uh, and to everyone who emailed as well. Yeah. Just those people in particular. And everyone listening, you giant fuck. <laughs> All right. Uh, see everyone next week, or hear everyone next week, or talk to everyone. Bye. What is it? See you. Bye.